The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. Here, a handoff right up the middle and a big hole. And in for the touchdown is Jake Gaffa untouched as the C parted through the middle and the Stars take a 6-0 lead. Tonight, the Carney Catholic Stars welcome in another Tri-Cities rival as they host the Grand Island Citadel Catholic Crusaders. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. And now Master from the 33-yard line will be in the pistol. They got a man coming across in motion. They fake the jet sweep. And Master's going to throw it to Kaiser right up the middle. Kaiser makes the catch, breaks a tackle at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go 67 yards. And the Stars answer right back. Carney Catholic opened the season with a win over Adam Central, while Central Catholic may have the toughest first three games in the state. Last week, they dropped their opener to state champion O'Neill, and next week they face top-rated Aquinas. It's the Crusaders and Stars coming up next, but for the new Tech Seed pregame show, we'll join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcar and Don Lee live from Miles Field and Carney right after this word with new Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Miles Field here at Kearney Catholic. Second straight week, the Stars are at home, this time playing a uh, different regional rival. Last week it was Adams Central, now Grand Island Central Catholic rolls into town as they're kind of making the Tri-City Tour are the Stars. I'm Randy Bushcutter along with uh, Don Lees. Thanks so much for joining us for high school football. And September 1st kind of feels like, uh, actually feels like a fall night tonight. And uh, Cardi Catholic, a team that was in the state semifinals a year ago, playing a team that was only 1-8 and eight one year ago. Obviously, the Stars will be a favorite in this one tonight against the Crusaders. But what's new about this is, now granted, there's no conferences in high school football anymore. Yeah. But it is a conference rival. It's a it's a team that has kind of a natural rivalry for the Stars. Yeah, it does in, in a lot of different ways, Randy. Not just with football, but with the, everything else. Uh, over the past few years, you know, Kearney Catholic and Grand Island Central Catholic have kind of tangled on a lot of different aspects of things. And uh, lately, it's been on the on the football field also with uh, the way things schedules have been working out and everything. And it's been some very good football games. Uh, sometimes it's uh, you know, Kearney Catholic's been favored. You know, on paper by quite a bit, and all of a sudden this is a nip and tuck game going down into the fourth quarter. So you know, tonight's not probably might, might not be any different tonight than uh, what it has been in the past. And three years ago in Grand Island, the Crusaders uh, did upset the Stars, but again, yep. the Carney Catholic would be a prohibitive favorite in the game uh, tonight. Last week, Brett Kaiser a huge game for the Stars. Uh, two long touchdown catches. He also threw a touchdown pass. He caught uh, five balls for 165 yards very quickly becoming the favorite target of Matt Masker. Yeah, he is. You know, and, and those two have been playing football for quite a while, Randy, and they, they've been, uh, you know, connecting. And now it's just coming out here their senior year, and uh, that's one of his targets is is Brett. But as as they probably will start kind of going towards, uh, you know, maybe double-teaming him on some aspects, there's other receivers out there that, uh, you know, Matt can pick out. But Brett has been his target so far. And another aspect that uh, really the coaching staff did not want to come out at all, but it has kind of leaked out there, is the fact that uh, Masker, with 63 career touchdown passes, is only four short 
of tying Scott Frost all-time Class C1 record. They didn't really want that out there. They didn't really want that to be one of those things that Matt Masker has to worry about. But it, it, it's out there now and conceivable that tonight we might see history being made. Yeah, very, you know, very easily, you know, as, as Carney Catholic likes to throw the football, you know, and they're balanced and stuff. But, yeah, they would like to get it in the air and stuff. And, and Brett's one of his main targets. So you could see, you know, that record be broken tonight or tied tonight uh, by Matt Matzker very easily. I don't think you'll see Kaiser throwing the mask yeah, if they no. get down <laughs> by the goal line. Uh, Carney Catholic, 1-0 uh, and on the season. GICC 0-1 as the Crusaders just have a, a, a full schedule, just a terrible schedule to start the year they play at number one Aquinas Catholic next week they take on a team that was in the state semifinals a year ago and they also played the defending state champions to start the year uh, in O'Neill and uh, they lost that one uh, 49 to 5 but a big moment that game they did hit a 46 yard field goal Uh, so it's a building process for the new coaching staff over at GICC but Tim Dvorak who played for the Crusaders some time back, hoping to kind of right the ship here for the Crusaders. Yeah, definitely. You know, and talking to some of the ki- kids uh, throughout the week, Randy. You know, they're all they're not they're not overlooking Grand Island Central Catholic at all. Uh, you know, they they said you know in some of those k- tapes there that they drove the football on O'Neill. They just couldn't finish. Sometimes they would get down to the 20, 30 yard line at times and just couldn't finish. So you know, Carney Catholic is not overlooking. Uh, Grand Island Central Catholic tonight. They're going to come out and be ready to play football. Well, we're going to step away for a moment here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll talk with the two head coaches. We'll begin with Tim Dvorak, the new head coach at GICC, and we come back after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Back on the New Tech Seed pregame show, week two of the high school football season. Grand Island Central Catholic, Carney Catholic, always good battles no matter what the sport is. And Central Catholic's new head football coach, Tim Dvorak, joining us here on the pregame show. And, Coach, thanks for the time. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, how are things going over at Central Catholic? Going good, going good. We are uh, kind of getting into the swing of things. The guys are really taking ownership of this team. and They're, uh, they're looking forward to a good game this week. And, good season well let's talk about uh, just a couple of those intangibles and i'm sure uh, everybody's asked you already uh, what's it like uh taking over this program and, and what did you find when you returned uh tell you what found about the same as when i left uh the pieces are all there the pieces are all there we have good students good athletes uh a lot of character a lot of heart it's just a matter of coming together and that's what this team's done this year uh behind some phenomenal senior leadership Obviously, these kids have been through a lot. Uh, there's been some turnover here over the last four or five years with the numerous uh, head coaches. How hard is it or has it been difficult to find a little stability early on when when things change so often for these kids that are juniors and seniors? Well, you know, anytime it's you have coaching change, it's tough. Different systems, different coaching styles. Um, but truthfully, I, I have to credit the seniors. Uh, they've had a lot of leadership this year, and they've – They've come up with this motto of for my brothers, this family atmosphere. 
and it's not just model for them. They're living it, and that that in itself has created a lot of uh, stability and unity within the team. Well, tell us a little bit about your style, uh, what you're trying to implement there offensively, defensively, and if it was drastically different than what these guys have been running in the past. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, they were doing a little wing tee option um, last year. Uh, I, I take the same time. We also have some great skill guys that we need to get the ball to in space. So the idea of spreading this out horizontally across the field, trying to loosen them up, create some holes, that's that's really what we're trying to do. Talking with Tim Dvorak, he's the head football coach at Grand Island Central Catholic. Of course, uh, got an opportunity to play some winning football there in his day. What did you learn, uh, Wallen Lincoln, and, and whose philosophy uh, have you have you used? Is it what you did in high school, or is it different? It's been a combination of everything, and I think every every coach has so many experiences throughout his time, both playing and coaching, that you you kind of pick and choose a little bit from everyone to create your own style. And that's what I've done. You know, I, I credit some of the individuals on my staff right now, Keith Kester, Tom Moore, who coached me back when I was here. I uh, learned a lot from them and they're still helping me out today. Uh, Brian Keller, Kevin Kroom at Nebraska Westland during my playing days and Bum Christensen and Landon Miller over at Northeast, uh, really close with them. And we've worked very well together and shared ideas. Coach, as you put your starters together, everybody moves some folks around. Uh, obviously, Jonah Bales, a very good running back uh, return for you. Uh, the quarterback situation changed up a little bit. How did you decide what was the behind-the-scenes decisions to get these guys where you wanted them to be? The thing about high school football is you have to mold to your players' talents, get them in the best position, not only for themselves, for the team. So the changes really came around and who fit best where to make us as a unit operate efficiently. Coach, uh, obviously, as we joked before we started the interview, uh, the schedule does you no favors for a fairly young team, for a new system. You start with the defending state champions in O'Neill. Now tonight, Carney Catholic, who made the state semifinals last year. What's kind of your message to the team to – I guess, in essence, survive and still try to get better and, and not necessarily worry about the final score so that you know that the team's getting better? Well, you know, I told him from the very beginning, it's it's about the process. Uh, if if we can live as men of good character, uh, trying to get better every day, wins and losses are going to take care of themselves. It's about the process of getting yourself better personally and as a team. And they've really bought into that. They came out of last week's game uh, versus O'Neill feeling pretty good about themselves and the way they played, uh, despite what the score is. They recognize the good things that they did and that it, it'll get better every week from there. And I guess, uh, in fairness, uh, it doesn't get any easier next week when you get the number one team in Aquinas, so we'll have to talk to the NSAA about the scheduling for next year. But, Timmy, what, what did you see from your team on the field last week and kind of carry that into what you were working on in practice this week? A lot of heart. A lot of heart. Physically, I thought we matched up, particularly offense-defense line. I thought we 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 were a very physical presence down there, and even on the edges, uh, it was small mistakes, things we need to clean up, running the proper route, running it correctly, making a good read, uh, holding on to the football, just little, very correctable mistakes, and that's what we've been focused on this week in practice. Uh, you know, going into Carney, I think physically we can match up. It's about playing a cleaner game. And that's one thing Carney does. They play a very clean game. 
don't don't give you many chances to take advantage of mistakes. And Tim, just kind of last thing here, finish up uh, on on your scouting report of Carney Catholic and and what uh, you see going into tonight's game. Uh, you know, defensively, uh, we see a few few holes in there that we think we can move the ball and put a few points on them. Uh, offensively, it's going to be a challenge. You you got to stop Masker and you got to stop Kaiser. They're they're two big threats, and the thing is, if you focus too much on them, they've got a lot of other weapons out there they can get the ball to as well. So, really, if our, our goal is to try to shut down their primary weapons and make these other individuals try to beat us. Well, I don't think anybody has a tougher start to the season than the Crusaders. So, uh, Coach, uh, best of luck in keeping the spirits up and continuing to improve this football team, which I know you will, uh, getting Crusader pride back on the football field here. So thanks for giving us some time, and uh, best of luck throughout the season. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Tim Dvorak, head football coach of the Grand Island Central Catholic Crusaders. We'll hear from Rashawn Harvey of Kearney Catholic as we continue on the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Week two for the Carney Catholic Stars getting to stay at home to take on Grand Island Central Catholic and Stars head coach Rashawn Harvey joining us here as coach uh, off to a 1-0 start. And, uh, boy, the offense uh, put up a lot of yards in this game. And I know there's always those things you want to tweak. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you gave up more than you wanted to. But just give us your overall assessment uh, of how you thought the boys played last week. Overall, we thought our young men executed our game plan, our game plan pretty well. Uh, we had some uh, first-game jitters uh, kind of in the first quarter, but we overcame that. Our defense played well. Uh, yeah, we gave up some, some yards underneath, and uh, special teams-wise, we didn't help our defense too much at times. Uh, offensively, uh, we were very proud of um, accepting the challenge to run the football. Uh, Adam Central uh, basically put five men in the box and didn't want us to throw over the top, so uh we moved to running the football, and our guys responded to that and accepted that challenge. So we were very happy with that. We talked last week. I thought maybe that would be a concern, uh, trying to replace Brady Holtmeyer, who stepped into that position uh, very strongly halfway through the year and, and led you into the playoffs. You, you did it a little bit more by committee with uh, Jake Gappa and Lyndon Howe splitting time, and, and none of them busted off long runs to, to skew their average, but uh, their average six yards and five yards per carry you had to be happy with. Absolutely, you know those guys aren't speedsters, but they'll they'll run behind their pads and and run you over and get some yards and and so our, our approach is running back by committee. Um, we had I believe seven different guys carry the ball, uh, and that's even our running backs and our receivers on the perimeter. Uh, so we'll do a lot of motions and and if teams don't honor the motion, you know we'll run it outside, we'll run it inside. So we just want to keep teams off balance and not allow them to focus on one one or two guys just running the football. Talk about the big boys up front. Uh, again, a lot of new faces replacing uh, on the offensive and defensive line. What did you think of their work in week one? Uh, they did a fantastic job for us. Um, our core linemen, Tucker uh, Grenai, Christian Richter, Eli Richter, Jacob Maskey, Sam Clinch, you know, those guys came together and accepted the challenge to run the football. 
And so we're proud of their their efforts, uh, great footwork uh, most of the night, great contact, great physicality. So we hope to continue that with those guys up front. Defensively, uh, talk a little bit about that. This was a higher scoring game. Uh, you moved the ball, so Adam Central had uh, more possessions probably as well. Uh, they hit a couple of nice ones. You had a couple of big ones. Uh, what did you think about uh, how your team did against the Patriots on the defensive side? No, overall, I think we, we performed well. Uh, we had a couple breakdowns that led to a couple long touchdown passes. Um, you know, we blew a coverage one time, and then one time we we're just looking too much in the backfield in our in our coverage. And uh, the kids understand what uh, understood what the, what happened at that point in the game. And so we made some corrections, and we gave up a lot of yards, but a lot of what we call underneath yards. You know, that bend but don't break mentality. Um, and we had a crucial uh, interception at the end of the game, uh, toward the end of the game, that kind of helped lock up the game. So overall, we're proud of our coverage. We got pressure on the quarterback. Uh, we didn't get a sack, but we had a lot of pressure and a lot of quarterback hurry, so we expect uh, to continue that. Well, let's talk about this. You've brought his name up the couple of times that we've already talked here uh, in the preseason in last week and in Jake Gappa. Not only uh, did he lead the team in rushing, he was one of the three guys in double digits uh, with tackles. Where have you seen him improve? What is it that uh, he brings to this football team besides those gaudy stats in week one? Now, that young man just volunteered to, you know, he actually played two different positions on offense for us, and he, we can move them all around on defense. So his willingness to do whatever we ask him to do and be a, a team first player and, you know, be a great part of our band of brothers at, at Carney Catholic, um, just his attitude is spreading to other people. Uh, which allows us to be more diverse on defense, uh, which we can move Jake, and, and he's a he's an impact player on defense. You know, that kid is doing a great job of reading um, offenses, the offensive line when he's on defense. He's got great feet. He uses his hands well. He's just got some football savvy, we call it. And so we, we're excited about what he can do for us. We're talking with Kearney Catholic football coach Rashad Harvey here on the New Tech Seed pregame show, getting ready for Grand Island Central Catholic. Last year, the injury bug hit Adam Central in week one. You talked last week about Caleb Hoyt being more than just your kicker. You're using him in so many different positions. Tell us about the injury and kind of what you do to replace him. You know, we're, we're sad to, to lose Caleb. You know, his senior year, um, he goes down with a shoulder injury. They both played three or four in the game, and he played a couple more plays. You know, just being the kid that he uh, that he is, and he just couldn't handle that pain anymore. So uh, we're losing to a shoulder injury. Hopefully we can get him back um, toward the end of the season. Uh, hopefully we're blessed enough to get into the, the playoffs and hopefully get that young man back on the field, at least kicking the football. So uh, with him going out, we had to change a little bit of our offensive game plan also uh, because he was going to be a, a threat for us at a receiver position. And honestly, it, it it affects our kicking game. But we've got some young men that that have started to step up. You know, last week we kind of had kicker by committee between two young men, um, but they accepted the challenge. Uh, one is a, a junior, uh, Jacob Tucker. Other was a freshman, Spencer Hoagland. And so the freshman had the deer in headlights look. You know, he said, "Hey, you're in." So, uh, but he's been working hard this week. So those two know uh, we need them, and they've been practicing well to uh, perform on Friday night. Coach, tell me a little bit about Grand Island Central Catholic, the new uh, head coach. Obviously, they had a very tough opponent in week one, so maybe the score not indicative uh, of just trying to get things going. Yeah, you know, watching film on those guys, you know, they ran into that buzzsaw called O'Neill, uh, but they, they play hard. Um, they'll try to man you up on defense. Offensively, they've got a great scheme. 
Uh, they'll try to outflank you a little bit and cause some confusion uh, for you defensively. But overall, their their kids play real hard on film, even when they were down. Uh, big in the game, you know, those kids weren't out there, you know, with their heads down. You can see them be, still being excited about uh, football. And uh, when they uh, had a field goal there, and uh, again, GICC has another great kicker. I believe he's a sophomore this year. But, um, but that young man, I believe, made like a 40 or 42-yard field goal. Uh, so they'll have great special teams uh, play in the game. So we just know that no matter what we see on film, they're going to be a team that shows up to play the stars because it's a rivalry between uh, GICC and Carnegie Catholic all the time. And, you know, not that it matters in football. We're in the same conference now. <laughs> so it's a conference rival now. But, you know, it's just great to get these two games, uh, two teams together to play a football game. So it's always a good one when we play. Well, the Tri-Cities uh, merry-go-round will end this week after playing Adam Central last week, Central Catholic this week, and then the only road game of the month is coming up at Ogallala next week, and uh, Coach will chat then. Keep them healthy. Good luck tonight. Thank you, and thank you for covering the Stars. That is the head football coach of the Carney Catholic Stars, Rashawn Harvey. We'll be back to Miles Field for the starting lineup for tonight's game between the Stars and Crusaders right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new-age collaboration, forward thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. In the fall, sports vary like autumn leaves. Football, volleyball, softball, cross country, boys tennis, girls golf, and TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney remains the go-to place for equipment and apparel. After all, the equipment combined with practice and effort equals championship play. Get the equipment, get the apparel, get the win. At TM Sporting Goods on the bricks in downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods is a division of protein design. And welcome back here to Miles Field. Time now for our starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for Grand Island Central Catholic. They come in with a record of 0-1 on the year. Their starters on offense. On the offensive line will be Joseph Lucas Savage, a 6'2", 245-pound junior. Also making the start on the line will be Tommy McFarland, a 5'10", 225-pound senior. Also making the start will be Dominic Friesen. Uh, 5'9", 245 pounds, and a senior. Junior Andrew Culp, 5'7", 160 pounds, will also start on the offensive line. And rounding out that offensive line starters will be T.J. Haith. Haith is 265 pounds, 5'9", also a senior. And the tight end will be Jacob Herbeck. He is 6'5", 190 pounds, and a junior. A big target for the Crusaders. At wide receiver, Dylan Rasmussen. A 6'1", 155-pound junior will start with Myra Almira, arguably their best wide receiver. He is 6'3", 180 pounds, and a senior. The um, running back will be Blake Steinke, 6'3", 
Steinke's 5'11", 175 pounds, and a junior. Jonah Bales, a little bit injured last week, but should play tonight. He is 5'8", 195 pounds, and a senior. And the quarterback is Luke Wemhoff, Wemhoff, 6'2", 160 pounds. And now the starters for the Carney Catholic Stars. On the line will be Tucker Grenai, a 5'11", 235-pound senior. Christian Richter, also a senior, 5'10", 160 pounds, will start on the line. Also, uh, Eli Richter. 6'3", 250 pounds, and a junior. Jacob Maskey, 6'215 pounds, and a senior. Sam Clinch, a junior. He has 6'3", 260 pounds. Wide receivers, Brett Kaiser, big game last week, over 160 yards. He is 6'3", 200 pounds, and a senior. Jason Seitz, also a senior, 6'170 pounds. Trey Colling will make the start instead of Caleb Hoyt. Calling only a sophomore, 5'10", 165 pounds. Jake Gappa, a 6'1", senior, 195 pounds, will be one running back. Cole Staub will be the other running back, 5'10", 160 pounds. And, of course, the quarterback for the Stars is Matt Masker, 6'2", 215 pounds. Last week, he was 13 of 18 with two touchdowns, no interceptions. And, again, he is four away from tying the all-time Class C1 record with a guy that had a pretty good high school and then college career. This Scott Frost guy, you may have heard of him, uh, and uh, he is four away from tying uh, the guy that uh, played his football just a little bit down the road here as well. Again, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Stars have been introduced on the field, the Crusaders in their road white uniforms with the blue pants. They are uh, then introduced as well, and we will wrap up our New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have a kick here between the Crusaders and the Stars from Miles Field when we come back after this. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing. Call today in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. 
And welcome back here to Miles Field. National Anthem wrapping up a beautiful night for football as the Stars in their home green top, new uniforms, green tops, green pants, gold helmets, white numbers, and they, those numbers really pop. The radio guy loves to see that, how easy it is to see those numbers. A little bit of silver numbers for the uh, Crusaders on their white jerseys. Just enough blue outline that hopefully that'll be okay. Uh, your final thoughts here, Don, as we head into game number two on the season. You know, a lot of teams make their adjustments and stuff, at, you know, from game one to game two, you know, and I, I don't think, you know, just talking to the kids this week, Randy, they're not overlooking uh, Grand Island Crusaders at all. I think this is going to be a heck of a football game. Yeah, and, and again, there, there is a cliche, but there's the reason for the cliche. Generally, teams do make the most improvements from game one to game two. Carney Catholic had a lot of things to clean up last yep. week, had a lot of pre-snap penalties one week ago. Certainly hoping to, to clean that up a little bit here before they hit the road next week against Oglala. And by the way, we'll have that game for you here on ESPN Radio. Crusaders will be kicking off to the Stars to get things started here. Back deep for Carney Catholic will be calling and Kaiser and teeing it up here for the Crusaders will be Dietrich Stoltz. Stoltz did have a nice win at his back last week, but he had a 46-yard field goal. So right now the, uh, the, the, the flags are lip. So what win there is will be at his back, so we'll see whether or not he can punch this one in the end zone for the touchback. He'll have a le- relatively low line drive kick. It's going to scoot and get into the end zone. That's exactly where it'll be. It'll be a touchback to get things started here. About 71 degrees. It says the wind is about 10 miles an hour, but, you know, the American flag is limp, but the ones on the sideline are blowing just a little bit, but the field is in great shape. Our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Tom Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. So now Masker will step into an empty backfield as they check their wristbands on that left side. He has one wide out to the short side of the field. Uh, on the left side, that'll be Sites, and he has four spread out on the right side of the field. As we said, an empty backfield. Calling it out here is going to be Masker. Masker, low snap, a little bit of pressure. He's going to roll to his left, looking downfield. He's going to tuck and go, and he's going to be close to a first down there. It's on that far sideline. Hard to see where he stepped out of bounds. They're going to give him a scamper of about five yards. Yep, just, you know, going out there. He looked over here to the right side. You know, they kind of wanted to do a little bit of that bubble screen action out of here with uh, Kaiser on this side, Randy, but it wasn't open. He looked to the left side. Nobody open, and he just took off with the football and picked up uh, about four or five yards on the play. Something he's done more this year is run with the ball, but he yep. is he is thrown first. That is exactly what he wants to do. He has one back in the backfield. They're going to line up uh, three receivers to the right side, all kind of in an eye formation there. One wide out on the other side. Coming across the formation here is going to be O'Brien. They fake the handoff to him. They're going to hand the ball up to Gappa. Gappa makes one man miss, puts his head down, is going to bring it across the 30-yard line, out to about the 32. That's a gain of eight, and Carney Catholic has their first first down of the game. Yep, just nice blocking up front there, Randy. They fake that jet sweep going to the left and give that handoff to Gappa going up the middle. Uh, right off the bat, he kind of made one guy miss right off the bat, but he uh, picks enough up for the first down for Carney Catholic. So they move the chains, and... Uh, so first first down of the game belongs to Carney Catholic. They have it at their own 32-yard line. They run the ball twice. The first time it was off of a uh, called pass, and they're going to go with that uh, three receivers lined up in an eye. Coming across this time is uh, going to be Gappa. 
And they fake the handoff to Gap and give it to Howe. Howe has a seam, runs right through the middle. He's going to gain 12. Just a big hole open on that left side. And he follows the uh, block in there underneath of Eli Richter. And I think Maskey got a pretty good block in there as well. That's a nice 12-yard gain. Yeah, like you said, faking that, going out to that jet sweep with, uh, you know, Gappin and giving that ball to Howe up the middle. Linden did a good job of just going right up the middle. Those guys up front did a great job blocking, Randy. Well, Coach Harvey talked about a little bit just the flexibility that they have with uh, even Gappa just moving him in a lot of different formations, a lot of different places. So first and 10, two straight first downs here, handoff right up the middle. Not much room to run at all. In fact, they're going to get back to the line of scrimmage as Carney Catholic, and that's going to be just about it as how on the carry, and the tackle was led there by Tommy McFarland. Yep. Tommy did a great job that time, Randy. He shuck his block off, and he was right there as Hal tried to go up the middle on that one. There was no room as Tommy did a great job of getting in there and making the tackle. So no gain at all on the play. The back end of the football is spot at the 35-yard line. Excuse me, the uh, 45-yard line. So you got to go from the 45 to the 45 to get a first down here on second and 10. Trips to the right. Looking that way is Masker. A little pump fake. Now he's looking to, to run. Now he's looking to the left side. He's going to scramble back up, throw at the last second, and uh, one of the coaches for uh, the Crusaders makes the catch on the sideline as he just threw that one away. Yep, and just nice job by Grand Island you know, Central Catholic there, Randy, downfield. They had them all blanketed. He looked over here on the right side. There was nothing. He kind of scrambled around, looked to the left side. There wasn't nothing. Grand Island Central Catholic did a really good job in the secondary there. Well, there's such a thing as a, a coverage sack, and mm-hmm. that's kind of a coverage incompletion because he just threw that one away as he extended the play well, nicely, but really nowhere to go with the football. So it's going to be now third and ten. Empty backfield here for Masker. Three wideouts to the right, two to the left. He's looking to the right, and it's going to be caught by Kaiser in stride. He's across the 40, down to about the 38-yard line. So that's going to be a, a gain of 17 on the play, and that'll be another first down. Yep, as he was uh, one of the inside, one of the middle receivers there, Randy, as they sent one deep and then one guy on a quick slant and then hit him on a deeper slant on that play on the right side here. And nice connection right off the bat. Uh, you know, he uh, Masker finds Brett Kaiser. So they have had three first downs here on the drive, and now they're in Crusader territory. First and 10 from the 37-yard line. Masker takes the snap, will... Be protected in the pocket nicely. Throws it on that right side into coverage over there. Nearly intercepted, but really knocking the ball away is Alex O'Brien. He was the intended receiver, and it falls incomplete. Yeah, that time, Randy, the you know, the uh, safety man kind of rolled over to that right side uh, on that play, and uh, he tried to you know get it right in there. And like you said, Alex O'Brien did a good job of getting a hand on the ball and just kind of knocking it down. Masker did not look off the uh, the. Uh, he kind of stared at the one yeah. receiver, and that kind of tipped the hand a little bit earlier and gave the safety the opportunity to come over there. I'm sure that's something that they'll talk about on the sideline. O'Brien's going to come across the formation. They're going to hand it off right up the middle to Gappa. Gappa's going to lunge forward to about the 35-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about two, and it will set up now third and about eight. Yep, just you know, wasn't quite open. You know, it was a decent hole there, but uh, Grand Island Central Catholic did a pretty good job of closing it down. Randy, uh, pick up about two or three yards on the play for Gappa going up the middle. Yeah, they closed that gap very, very quickly. Yeah, because it, it looked like something was going to be there, but it wasn't uh, after he got right to the line of scrimmage. So third and eight, Howe's going to be to the right of Masker out of that pistol formation. Now Howe's going to empty the backfield, so there's going to be now three receivers to the right, one in the slot. Masker sets up the screen, and it's going to be nearly intercepted. Oh, 
That was nearly a perfect play there by Tommy McFarland, yeah. who has been a thorn in Carney Catholic's side here in the early going. Yeah, at that time, Tommy, you know, he didn't do a lot of rush there, and he just kind of did, a, you know, kind of a, a, you know, one push and then just stayed right there, which was very smart because the outside two guys came in there hard, and then Tommy just had about you know an opera, a lineman's dream right there of about picking one off for that. Yeah, well, it uh, it was well read by McFarland, yeah. and now they're going to empty the backfield. Now, I think Catholic has to be careful here. They may have uh, one of the receivers covered, but we'll see. As they empty the backfield, Masker looks to throw. He's going to throw the ball relatively deep. He's got a man out there and just couldn't make the connection to O'Brien. And on fourth and eight, it falls incomplete, so that'll be a turnover on downs. Yep, as they, you know, right on Central Catholic did a good job. They locked up uh, um, out here on the outside with them, Randy, and ran stride for stride. As you said, he, you know, he broke low or late there, but uh, Matzker already got rid of the football there, and it fell incomplete uh, for Carney Catholic. So the ball at the 35-yard line for the Crusaders, their first possession of the game, and by the way, at the 35-yard line, you're probably not trying a 52-yard field, field goal, goal there, yeah. so that probably, even if Caleb Howe was uh, suited up, I mean, Caleb Hoyt, Hoyt. even if he was suited yep. up, probably would have been the same. So Luke Wemhoff, he'll be running kind of a Carney Catholic formation here. They're going to throw it out to the left side. They get it to Almira. Almira with a stiff arm. And he's going to win most of that battle as he's going to gain about five yards on the play. O'Brien making the tackle there. But Luke Wemhoff's first pass goes to Almira, and it's good for five yards. Yep, and that's one thing that uh, Coach Harvey kind of said that they like to do is try to get the ball to Almira, you know, in open space and see if he can make a couple guys miss. Uh, O'Brien did a good job of getting up there and, and getting him out of bounds. And Russell Martinez is the running back there with Wemhoff. They fake the handoff. Wemhoff's going to keep it, go right up the middle, and Gappo's going to make the tackle near midfield, but that's going to be a gain of eight, and that will move the chains here for GICC. Yep, just faking that handoff to the to the one running back back there, Randy, and then just going right up the middle. A nice uh, line surge up front from GICC and picking up the first down. And they're, I wouldn't say exactly playing with tempo, but they're getting up there quickly and, prairie dog in a little bit they yeah. kind of look over there see what they have and uh, they make the uh, signal and they're going to give it to Wemhoff Wemhoff going right up the middle and he's going to bring it across midfield so that'll be a gain of about two and a half and so the Grand Island Central Catholic quarterback right now the leading rusher for both teams because he's got 10 yards yep just uh, like you said Randy faking the handoff then following right up the, up the middle there trying to pick up whatever they can out of that. Pretty good job up front for Carney Catholic that time with the linebackers coming in there also to make some make it a minimal game for GICC. Both teams getting into their opponent's territory on their first drives of the game. Here it's going to be third and eight for the Crusaders right at midfield. Martinez will take a catch on the wheel route, and he'll turn the edge. He's got enough for the first down, makes a man miss, and it's going to be Colling who makes the tackle from behind at about the 25-yard line. So that's going to be a 23-yard gain, and that nearly went to the house. Yep, just a swing route out to his back out there, Randy. And he caught it in stride and uh, took off with it. He got a good good blocks downfield from his uh, wide receivers out there also and uh, broke a couple tackles too. Pick up a nice chunk of yards for GICC. Getting the ball here down to about the 36, 37-yard line for him. So well, Russell Mart- even farther now, 26, 27. Yeah, he's about the 26-yard <laughs> line. 26 or 27 they have on the scoreboard. We'll go with that. So be yeah. first and 10 from the 27, Wemhoff. We'll make a quick throw here to Almira. Almira with a stiff arm on O'Brien. O'Brien holding on to the jersey, and they, he will pull him down at about 25-yard line. There's a flag down there, 
And I wonder if they're going to call a uh, face mask on the offensive player because the stiff arm was on the face mask. Or they're going to say that when he grabbed the jersey, he got inside and got a horse collar. Yeah, I think. I I'm think not sure either way, to be exactly. honest with you. Exactly. I think. They're going to call it a face mask. Yep. Offensive. You don't see that very often. But he put that stiff arm right on the face mask, mm-hmm. but didn't grasp it. Yeah. That's why this is, I think, going to be not a personal foul. They didn't signal a personal foul. So, yeah, I think you're right, Randy. It's just going to be a hands-to-the-face kind of type thing. And, yeah. And move them back here. So they'll move it from the spot of the foul, which actually well, looks pretty darn close to the line of scrimmage to me. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be first and 15 here. Yeah. And you can see, you know, that's the second time they've done that play is trying to get this ball out here to Elmira out here on the outside and see what he can do. Alex O'Brien's done a pretty good job of coming up there and then making some contact with him. Well, he's out on an island, mm-hmm. and it'll be first and 15. And there's movement on that far side, and they're going to stop it as one of the uh, wideouts for Granite. You can't hide when yeah. you're out there. <laughs> you're also on an island. <laughs> so that'll be a pre-snap penalty. That's going to cost the Crusaders five yards, and they're going to go from moving the ball pretty well to now facing first and 20. Yeah, because e- even when, you know, they had that uh, – you know, hands to the face, you know, Amira picked up about four or five yards on the play. So if that wouldn't have been, but it is, now it's first and 20 yards right here. So out of the pistol, the handoff to the running back right up the middle and putting a little hand there is going to be Steinke. Steinke tries to feel his way through. He's going to gain about two and a half yards on his first run of the game. So that'll be a gain to two. Yep, just trying to go get up through the middle there. Sam Clinch was right there. He kind of shed his block off there, Randy. And then I think Kaiser and uh, um, Gappa came up there too also. And so that was nice just to see, you know, Carney Catholic get rid of their blocks. Yeah, Tucker Granai also yep, you know, yep, stuffing, stuffing a hole there. And I think there's some movement again on the snap here for GICC. That's going to cost them another five yards with an illegal procedure penalty. <laughs> So they've had 15 yards and penalties on this, not on the drive, but on this series, series after they yep. got the first down. And they now are facing a second down and break out a, a map to try to figure out how far you can travel. Yeah. yeah, they're all the way down to the 40-yard line and have to get it to about the uh, uh, 18. And yep. they're going to call a timeout. So we'll take the timeout as well. And... Uh, We'll remind you, with the timeout on the field, we'll take this opportunity to say that the stations of Platte River Radio are taking timeout on November 16th to raise $10,000 for Team Jack and Pediatric Brain Cancer Research. Stay with us to find out more as the big day moves a little bit closer on November the 16th. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Looking for our first points of the ball game here between GICC and Carney Cavalry. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Well, we'll see if the Crusaders can right the ship here a little bit with three penalties nope. on this series. And there's some movement up front. <laughs> like I said, nope, there's the answer. <laughs> so this would be their fourth five-yard penalty yep. since they got a first and 10 uh, at the, uh, at the what would have been, about the 28-yard line. Yep. So they're getting close to being back to midfield again. Yep. 
And that's what happened last last week, Randy, about three or four times. They'd get it down to about the 25-yard line, and things like this would happen to them. So hopefully uh, going on Central Catholic gets some things ironed out here. And O'Neill's a good enough team. You don't want to do that. Exactly. I would say Carnegie Catholic's a good enough team. You don't want to do that either. Yep. High snap. Wamoff's going to run. He's trying to outrun the defense, and there's a lot of green jerseys there. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's about it. That didn't look right. No. Something about that play, not just a result, didn't look right here. And Wemoff had to basically eat that one. No gain on the play. Yeah, it looked like the timing was off, a little high snap. He, you know, things just didn't go. He just took off with it and tried to get what he could out of that situation. And, uh, you know, Rick Christian Richter did a good job of coming up there with the flow of that and, and, and getting to no gain right there, Andy. So they've got to cover about 23 yards here on third down. Am I doing the math right? Yeah, about no, it's inside the 20, so it would be about 28 yards here. Wem off. We'll drop back the pass. A little bit of pressure. Now he's going to tuck and go. There's a lot of green jerseys there and leading the tackle. A good open field tackle there by Christian Richter. at about. He started it at the 40-yard line, ended up being down to about the 38. So that'll be a scamper of seven there for Wem Hoff. Yeah, and they looked. he looked deep, Randy, and there was just nobody there. They kind of rolled their safeties, and they dropped their linebackers back. Did Carney Catholic, and there was just nothing there, so he just took off and picked up what he could out of that. Yeah, fourth down and about 20 here. Wemhoff will call it out here. They're going to go for it on fourth down. Nope, they're going to have a little quick kick, and getting away from the ball is going to be Carney Catholic. It takes a great bounce, but GICC couldn't yeah. quite down it. <laughs> a great bounce there on the uh, punt, which uh, was done by Wemhoff. And there was a shot there down that inside the one, and the Crusaders couldn't pull it off. That's a break here for the Stars, who will now have it first and 10 at the 20-yard line. They were not lashed away from that being inside the one. Yeah, and that was a great effort by Jacob Herbeck down there trying to get that ball to, you know, get up, be right about the one-yard line there. And it just he just rolled into the end zone. Now Carney Catholic will start here at the 20-yard line. Punters like it when you're down and inside the ball. Yeah, line. exactly. <laughs> get, I, I saw it last night. They get kind of excited when that happens. <laughs> Calling comes across the formation, but a handoff right up the middle. And a quick hitter here for the Stars on the handoff. That's uh, Gappa. And Gappa just right up the middle, gain of about six. Closer to seven on the play. And you tip your, your hat to the offensive line on right. that one. Yeah, that's uh, exactly what I was going to say. They got great line surge on that play, Randy. Like you said, as they went in motion and gave that handoff right up the middle to Gappa, and Gappa just followed those guys up front. Well, we see it a lot with Carney Catholic. It works once, or works well once, you might see it again. So trips to the left, Masker calling it out. Coming across here is going to be calling. They fake the handoff. They give it right up the middle to Gappa. Gappa has a little bit of a scene, and that time it doesn't get much. He gets maybe about a yard. Yeah, because he just came right up the middle. I was just trying to see who that was, Randy, that made the tackle there for G- Grand Island at number 30. Now he's starting to limp off a little bit. Yeah, Jonah Bales uh, will come uh, uh, limping off of there, and they're going to actually stop action to attend to him. And so they're going to try to take care of him. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with two locations, with uh, locations near you. So make your appointment today, and they're going to bring him off. Of course, our injury report, start with Caleb Hoyt for Carney Catholic, who might make it back uh, last game of the regular season or so, and certainly open Carney Catholic can make the playoffs, and they would most assuredly be back in time for that. Yeah, as he, you know, Bell came up there, and it looked like he got stepped on as he, right there at the point of attack there to 
to get a little bit of an injury out of that. Yeah, it doesn't look overly serious. So Masker with an empty back. Oh, check that. He's going to fake the handoff with a guy lined up right behind him, <laughs> and I couldn't see it. But Masker going to tuck it, go. He's going to gain about four yards on that left side. Now be enough for a first down. Yeah, just nice hard run by Masker. They, they faked that handoff, and two guys uh, hit Gappa right there, and he pulls it out and just goes around the left side. And there, somebody met him right at the uh, line of scrimmage or about two yards, and he just kind of lowered his shoulder and picked up that first down, did Matsker. I was double-checking my notes. Bales, who just came out of the game, has been nursing a sore ankle. So oh. the possibility is that he may not be able to uh, recover from that. Quick screen out here for Calling. Calling makes the catch, has a wall. He's got it at the 50, and is going to be forced out of bounds after he crosses midfield at about the 44-yard line. So that'll be a gain of 23 on the play. Yeah, quick out out here to to Matt, uh, to uh, Trey Calling, and then he had a couple guys. He had Kaiser out here, and he had O'Brien out here, and they they did a good job of blocking downfield, Randy. And then he kind of outran a little bit of guys, but they got crossed midfield here again. Does Carney Catholic? That screen they set up right out of that diamond formation, and yeah. now they're going to set up that diamond formation on the wide side of the field, which is going to be the left side of the field. One wide out to the short side, the right. Empty backfield for Masker, who calls it out, looks to the right. The little pump fake with pressure coming. He's going to run and just bring it across the 40-yard line, down to about the 38. And that's going to be a gain of about five on a play that ends up being a quarterback draw, but it wasn't a called quarterback draw. No, because he looked uh, to, you know, Kaiser over here on the right side alone, and uh, somebody jumped the route over here. So then he just took off right up the middle, did Matt, and uh, did a good job of picking up some good yardage out of that. But, yeah, he wanted to get the ball out here to the outside to Brett Kaiser one-on-one. If he would have thrown that when he wanted to, it would have gone right into the chest of Jacob Herbeck yep. and the uh, big tight end on the other when they're on offense might have been able to reel that one in. So a good read there by Masker. And, again, that diamond formation to the left, empty backfield. Kaiser is the one receiver to the right. They're going to get it out here for Calling. Calling makes the catch, nearly intercepted. He's got it at the 30, at the 25-yard line, down to about the 24. Going to gain about 13. Did he not go out of bounds? I think he got him down to about the 22. If they spotted the 22, that's a great play on both ends by Calling because he was able to snatch that away from the defensive back. That defensive back would have been all alone getting a touchdown. Had uh, he been able to make that catch. Yeah, Russell Martinez jumped that route, Randy, and the ball just went barely over his hands or right over the top of him and and right into Trey's. But he jumped that route. He had it read perfectly on that. And then Trey did a great job of running the football down the field there. Ball just outside the 20-yard line. We'll call it the 20. First and 10 here. Masker looking to throw. He's going to throw it in the end zone. He's got Kaiser. Couldn't quite make the connection. It's going to fall incomplete. And then there was a late bit of contact there I think maybe the feet got caught up between her back and one of the blockers the official standing right there does not throw a flag and the Carney Catholic player is not upset so I saw it out of the corner of my eye yeah apparently a good no call there even though there's a lot of contact late that yeah. falls incomplete and it's going to be second and ten yeah trying to get one-on-one out here with Kaiser and uh, just trying to throw it over that to that corner of that end zone type thing Randy and uh, let Brett go up there and get it Elmira did a good job. He was right there stride for stride with uh, Brett Kaiser. How to the left of Masker, who is in that shotgun. They'll put a man in motion. That's going to be calling. Hand off to How right up the middle. Finds a seam. Will bounce it to that left side going right between the guards there. Mm-hmm. He started over the right guard and ends up backing in and going over the left guard. That'll be a gain of about six. Yep, just nice straight-ahead run there from Lyndon Howe going right up the middle. 
Uh, like you said, Randy, right in between the two guards there. And, uh, you know, nice job by those guys up front pushing that pile uh, or pushing those guys up front. And Linden just followed them right there. Well, again, with Hoyt unable to play, this is probably four down territory here. Third and five from the 15. And shuffling across the formation as uh, Masker is in under center. They will move the guy into the slot. Will hand off to Howe. Howe bounces to the outside, makes one man miss, trying to get the edge. Puts his head down, breaks a tackle at the five. Going to be down to about the two. That's a gain of 13. It'll be first and goal here for the Stars. Yeah, there's a nice job by Lyndon Howe, too, Randy. As he came out to the outside, Trey Calling was, was trying to make a block, so he took a step in and then went to outside so Trey could kind of get that push inside. And he did kind of the same thing when he got around out on the other side out here, too. Uh, with Brett Kaiser to make a nice run down to about the two, three yard line. Yeah, that great cut set up two yep. blocks for him. Without that, without that kind of help, that block might not have been made. Yep. Masker will have Howe to his left as he's in the shotgun slash pistol formation here. They'll put a man in motion. That's going to be uh, Gappa. Hand off to Howe right up the middle, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. That was good read there yeah. by GICC as they shut that one down quick. Yep, they had both uh, linebackers coming in there, Randy, and the guys up front kind of pinched in. And, uh, you know, they, they uh, kind of just made sure that they're not going to give that right up the middle uh, play right away. And they did a really good job right up front at GICC. Well, again, we talked about earlier, four touchdowns away from tying the Class C1 record. I think they might be a little throw happy close to the goal line here tonight because they want to get that topic of conversation over with. Masker looking to throw. The receiver falls down, and Masker is going to scramble, going to try to get the pylon, and does a great run there by Masker as he gets the uh, the uh, touchdown. He wanted to throw the ball in underneath, and uh, he was going to be open, but Jake Gappa, Gappa got yep. uh, tripped up just a little bit, and so it'll be a three-yard scamper here by Masker for the touchdown. Yeah, like you said, Randy, they, that's what he wanted to look for was Gappa, but he got tripped up uh, going through that line right there, and then he just took off with it going around the left side, uh, did Matsker to score the touchdown for Carney Catholic. So here comes the extra point here for the Stars. And uh, trying it here is... Uh, I think uh, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. It? Yeah, Jacob Tucker. And Jacob Tucker drills it. Nice job there by Jacob Tucker. As he comes up there and drilled the football right between the uprights off of a good hold there by Camden Schwartz. So part of what threw me off here was a change of holder as well. In yep. any event, it is a uh, seven to nothing lead here for Carney Catholic. Minute nine to go here in the first quarter as uh, Matt Masker uh, on the ground here gets our five points bank touchdown. Five points bank, the better bank in Carney. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. Farmers and ranchers are gearing up to get their crops out of the field, and sometimes they have to take the main roads to get there. You've probably gotten stuck behind one of those slow-moving orange triangles a time or two. Well, this fall, the Buffalo County Farm Bureau would like to remind everyone to slow down, be careful, and drive safely. These men and women are planting food for our tables. So next time you get stuck behind a farmer on the way to the field, just give him or her a wave. It's just food in progress. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska Agri. Welcome back here to the Miles Field and the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing is on the road bringing you your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. 
We'll be there. We're kind of on the road because we're not at our house. Yeah, exactly. But it is a home game here for Carney Catholic. Teeing it up for the Stars after the touchdown is going to be Spencer Hoagland. And Hoagland will put his foot into it at the 40. It's going to skip down at about the 15-yard line, a friendly bounce. And uh, turning the corner over there is going to be Dylan Rasmussen. Rasmussen trying to get to the wedge there. He doesn't get any yards after trying to trying to make it to that wedge yep. as Carney Catholic closed the door. And it'll be first and 10 at about the 25. Yeah, you know, like you said, Randy, the ball hit about the 15 and kind of took a nice little bit of a high bounce out of that. So by the time he gets the ball and tries to get upfield, he gets it to, you know, about the 24, 25-yard line. But uh, Carney Catholic did a good job of getting downfield to kind of close that in, too. Now, both teams, when they every time they've had the ball, they've been able to take it inside the opponent's yep. uh, territory. This is only the second drive of the game here for GICC. Then they start shooting themselves in the foot yep. after they got the ball at about the 22-yard line. So a minute three to go here, first quarter, 7-0 Carney Catholic, ball at the 25-yard line here for the Crusaders. And Wemhoff's looking to pass out of the shotgun. A little jump pass It's going to be a jump ball, and there's a lot of hand-to-hand combat there. And I think they might be calling Carney Catholic for a uh, pass interference there as they were trying to jostle for the ball. And uh, the defender for Carney Catholic... Knew where the ball was. Offensive player didn't. Defensive player tried to get to the ball mm-hmm. and, in a sense, then pushed the offensive player. It's an unfortunate call, but it's probably the right call. And Coach yep. Harvey's going to make the case, and he's right when he says, hey, we have a right to go get the football. football. Yep. But it impeded the offensive player. player and to, to yeah, go get the It doesn't football. happen. Yep. Yeah, you're not going to get that call. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times you're gonna go, it's going to go the offensive way on that. Like you said, he just threw it up there for a jump ball situation, and, you know, the, you know, he got a good break out of this situation. Like you said, it was good coverage on that on yeah. for Carney Catholic. Coach too. Harvey's not wrong, but again, yep. you you don't get that call. Yep. So it'll be first and ten from the 39 after the 15-yard penalty. Wemhoff will put a man in motion, so the backfield's empty. A little swing route out here for uh, Rasmussen uh, and Martinez, rather, and Martinez makes one man miss, and it'll be a gain of about eight on the play. Yeah, that time uh, Jake Gappa had it red, Randy, and he came up there pretty strong. And Martinez did a good job of kind of planting his foot and, and cutting up underneath that. Uh, so he picked up, you know, a good chunk yards for GICC. But Gappa had it red, just didn't quite get there in time. Wemhoff is a perfect three for three in the air. Hasn't thrown an incompletion yet. And he's looking to complete one again. And again, he'll go right side for Martinez. Well, as soon as I say that, <laughs> it falls incomplete. Yep. As he swung, tried to swing it out there to that right side to Martinez, uh, you know, Christian Richter was out there and stuff, but uh, like you said, you know, he hasn't, you know, didn't com- incomplete a pass there, and that was the first one for him right there. So it's going to be third, and I said two. It's probably closer to three yards here. Third and three. They've got to get it to the 49. Ball spotted about the 46, according to my math anyway. That's the answer. So number 33 needs three yards here as the quarterback. You don't see a lot of number 30s playing yeah. quarterback. <laughs> no. But he's, Wemhoff is in the uh, shotgun, the pistol here, and he's going to run it himself, go right up the middle. There's a seam, has it across midfield. He's going to be down to about the 48. So that'll be a gain of six, and that will move the chains. Yep, and, and, and Carney Catholic had a little bit of a blitz going on there, Randy, but it was a little bit on the outside part of things, and as he you know, went up the middle more instead of the outside, uh, he could get by that blitz and pick up the first down. And they blitzed through the wrong hole, Yep, uh, and uh, so that worked out. Well here for GICC, and, and good tackling. There wasn't a lot of bodies left there. Yep. If Wemhoff uh, gets through the uh, tackle of Gappa, that's been a big deal here. Wemhoff looking to throw, pressure coming, and Kaiser's got him. Throws him back down at about the 48-yard line. That'd be a loss of seven. 
Yeah, just a blitz on this right side from Kaiser. He had the receiver, the closest receiver on the inside. He released him, Randy, and, and went on a blitz route after him and had a, had nobody uh, block him there. And so he sacked the quarterback for a loss on that. And that's the final play of the first quarter. Carney Catholic with a 7-0 lead. It'll be second and 17 from the 45 for the Crusaders when we come back after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing. Call today in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. And welcome back here to Miles Field. A reminder, last night, Carney Hyde, nice win last night at Lincoln East, uh, 17 to nothing over team yeah. rated in the top 10. So they're 2-0 on the season. Hastings right now has a 14-0 lead at Skyler in the second quarter. And here, GICC will pitch it out on this left side. A quick hitter over there for Dylan Rasmussen. Rasmussen, kind of a naked screen out yeah. there. And, uh, boy, Carney Catholic recognized that one. And he's going to make it back to the line of scrimmage and no more. Yep, as, as Gappen and Cole Stobbs were out there, Randy, real quick uh, for Carney Catholic, as they, like you said, tried to get a little bit of an ache. And that's what they do is they try to get some people into space and try to let them break some tackles. And Carney Catholic's done a pretty good job of making some open field tackles. So third and about 17 here for the Crusaders. They trail it 7 nothing as we're in the early stages of the second quarter. They have the ball on their side of the 50-yard line at the 45. Wemhoff calls it out, going to keep it on a quarterback draw right up the middle, and having none of it is going to be Sam Clinch. Clinch uh, leading the way there. Grenai also getting part of that tackle as well, so the defensive line getting the job done here, and uh, no gain at all on the play. Yeah, they got rid of their guys up front there, Randy, and they were right there as he faked that handoff and then tries to do that little quarterback uh, you know, right up the middle draw play, and they had nothing to do, nowhere to go on that one. Staub and uh, Kaiser back deep. It's uh, Blake Stenke who will uh, put the foot into it. And it's going to be a high kick. And uh, the Stars are going to get away from it. Let it roll dead inside the 30-yard line to about the 28. So that'll be a uh, 27-yard punt. No return on the play. And that's where Carney Catholic will set up shop. Yep, like you said, Randy, nice high punt. Uh, you know, Kaiser kind of came up like he was going to get there, but uh, he just did the, probably did the smart thing. If you're not going to get there in time, just get away from it and let it Discretion, go. Discretion, the better part of valor there. Yeah. Yep. Last Definitely. thing you want to do is have a muff. Yep. Get them the ball right to, you know, 25-yard line or something like that. So That, by the way, is a word that doesn't belong in football. It sounds too soft to be in football. <laughs> <The> muff. Muff. <laughs> muff. Yeah. So pistol formation here for Masker, and he's going to run the little shovel pass to Gappa right up the middle. Gappa's going to be at the 30-yard line, tries to make a man miss, gives up some ground, and then gets it out to about the 28-yard line. Yeah, as they shuttle that to him, Randy, you know, it, uh, 
He had nothing up the middle, and he kind of bounced off of one of the tacklers, went out to the outside, bounced off another one, took off up the, up the side there, and uh, you know ends up picking up about three, four yards on the play. But nice nice play to keep that going. For yeah, about five. I'm, I, I misspoke there. I was looking at the wrong hash mark, the wrong uh, sideline marker. In any event, it's a gain of about five. Could have been a gain of about two. Gave yep. up some ground to gain ground. Yep. So Maskey, mas- Masker, will uh, put a man in motion, and we I have a three-snap penalty, and that's going to go against Carney Catholic. So that's going to give up those five yards that they just gained on first down and make it now second and ten. Yeah, it looked like somebody up front was just leaning a little bit, and they had a guy in motion and just didn't quite work out. So now, like you said, now it's going to be moving them back to, you know, second long here on this situation. Yeah, it'll be about second and 11, I guess. So see what the Stars have in mind here as they check the wristbands. Kaiser being covered man-on-man there by uh, Jack Gehring on this near side. And I think uh, looking over there is going to be Masker. Masker looking this direction for Kaiser. He's going to throw an out route to him. Kaiser trying to get the ball, and it's going to fall incomplete. Nice job there by Gehring. As uh, I think if Kaiser would have fought more to get back to the ball, we would have had one of those pass interference calls. But as it is, that's great coverage by number one. Yeah. Gehring did a good job of going stride. He, you know, didn't really you know, look back for anything, Randy. But you know, like you said, Brett didn't really kind of go fight for that football. And Gehring was running stride for stride with him. It's like good no call there by, by the officials that time. So it'll be third and 11 here for Carney Catholic. Last time they had their hands on the ball, they put it in the end zone with a scramble by Masker. He's got an empty backfield. Trips to his left, relatively short, and one to his right. And he's looking to throw, and he's trying to get out here to Kaiser. Kaiser comes back, makes the catch, and he's got it at about the 48-yard line. That's more than enough for the first down. That's a gain of 20. That's a well-thrown ball. And Kaiser, good effort to get back to that ball. Yep. As they get, did him on a little bit of a wheel route out here, Randy, and they kind of sent everybody to the, at, to, towards the middle so he could get some one-on-one situations again. And he threw that ball out to the outside, did, did uh, Masker. And Kaiser did a good job of twisting and turning around, getting the football and getting pick it up a first down for Carney Catholic. Well, he got out of bounds, so that will stop the clock now with 9.27 to go. Second quarter, stars up now 7 to nothing. They scored their last drive. They're ne- nearing midfield here on the subsequent drive. Coming across the formation will be Masker, uh, will be uh, Gappa. High throw on the right side, going up high to make the catch. There is going to be Josh Long, and Long makes the, the catch for a gain of about four. Yeah, faked like he was going to go deep then just kind of came back on a route there, Randy, and uh, Masker and him had good timing to, to pick up about four yards on the play, but just nice good timing from him and uh, Masker on the play. And again, you throw it up high because you have a height advantage with Long, who is 6'3", and there's no way for somebody to jump the route and, and uh, make the interception there. So it's a well-thrown ball even though it's high. And Masker now will look to throw. A little bit of pressure coming. There might be a hole. Yeah, there's a bunch of flags right there. Masker is scrambling. He'll bring it across the 50, down to about the 40-yard line where he goes out of bounds. But it's all going to be for naught because there was a hold there as a good pass rush on the play there by Jacob Herbeck, who forced the hold. Yeah, Jacob Herbeck did a good job of getting in there pretty quickly. And and uh, he Masker was looking downfield, uh, and it wasn't open. So then he had to scramble out of that. And uh, we got a hold on Carney Catholic back here. 
So it's going to bring everything back. Masker would have picked up the first down, it looked like, on that play, but it's going to be brought back. Got inside the blocker there a little bit, and as a result, the angle wasn't very good for the blocker, so they mm-hmm. end up uh, with the hold. Uh, Gibbon right now with a 14-0 lead at home against Minden. That game is over on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. That's in the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, Milford Dorchester leads at Adams Central 7 to nothing. That game is on 1550 KICS, and those games you can all pick up Internet streaming at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 9-12 to go here, second quarter, 7-0 stars with the penalty. It'll be second and about 24 here for Carney Catholic. Across the formation is going to be Gappa. Masker with pressure coming is going to be sacked, or does he get rid of it? He does, and it's going to fall incomplete. Somehow held on to the ball long enough to throw it out here on the sideline, and reasonably close to it was Jason Seitz. So that's a great effort there for Masker. They have an incompletion. Yeah, because he once he got the ball, a little low snap on that situation. By the time he got looked up, there was a guy right in his face. He tried to tried to scramble out of that, and the guy got him. And then Seitz was dragging across the, the, over here, and he just threw it in that general direction. Good job by Masker to get rid of that one. So the ball is about the 33-yard line. they got to cross midfield and get it down to the 41. Quick little hitter for Kaiser. They're going to throw a flag on the block at the point of attack. Kaiser puts his head down, brings it across midfield. But I believe they're going to call a, I think, a block in the back because the defender hustled to the ball and ended up creating an angle that the blocker didn't account for. Again, I think it's the right call, but a lot of times you get a penalty like that is because of a good defensive play. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yep, and I think you're right there, Randy. As Kaiser tried to get back in there, the defender did a really good job of just following him and getting right up in there also, and it caused the uh, you know pushing the back on that situation. I think that was Blake Steinke who made yeah. the defensive play and forced the hold. So a couple of uh, holding penalties on this series now <laughs> makes it third and a whole bunch. <laughs> you got to get it to the 42 over here. So Yeah, they're trying to. The ball is going to be about the 22. They got to cross midfield and get it to the 42. So, so I think it's third and 40. So. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's third and 40. <laughs> Empty backfield here for Masker. Masker pump fake. Pressure coming. Makes the uh, throw on the right side here for O'Brien. O'Brien trying to pick up a block, trying to bounce to the outside. He'll bring it down to about the uh, 30, the 42-yard line. They'll gain 20 on the play, and there is a flag down, which most assuredly is on the tackle. Yep. So not only will they gain 22 yards, they'll get the penalty, and then they'll get a replay of the down. So Right? Yeah. It's a face mess. It's a 15-yard penalty. So this is going <laughs> to. It is not an automatic first down, but 15 yards from there is going to be. I don't think it's automatic. Now, the ball now is going to be at the uh, 44-yard line. They're across midfield, so the Stars still need to get about three and a half, four yards. If they were signaling to the down marker guy to get up there, and the chain gang started to move, and he's like, nope, you guys stay there. (laughs) You guys are good. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be third and three because you replay the down. So a huge break here for Carney Catholic with the penalty. The biggest part, in my mind, sure, the 15 yards are nice, but Yep. Actually, it wasn't a personal foul. It was only a 10-yard uh, penalty. 10? I don't know. In any event, it's about five yards here for Carney Catholic. They fake the handoff. Pass on the left side. It's going to be incomplete. Gappa and Masker were not on the same page there, I don't believe. No. And it falls incomplete. Yep. Yep. Because they, 
they had that kind of set up there, Randy, and I think that was kind of the same play that Gappa got kind of tripped up at the goal line there to kind of get him squeaked out here to the outside, and it just uh, Matt threw it out wider, and Gappa kind of went inside, and you know, it just didn't connect for Carney Catholic there. Well, they're making uh, wholesale substitutions and bringing calling into the game, so it appears that the Stars are going to punt here. Fourth and three. Now, they've been working on the rugby-style punt. And Carney Catholic's a little bit confused. They're going to call a timeout here. So they'll take a timeout, and uh, we'll take a uh, timeout as well. And we'll take that timeout to remind you that we'll take the opportunity to say the stations of Platte River Radio are taking timeout on November 16th to raise $10,000 for Team Jack and Pediatric Brain Cancer Research. And we get a little bit closer to the big day. We'll give you more details here on Platte River Radio. 8.36 to go here, second quarter. Fourth and three for Carney Catholic near midfield. They lead at 7-0. We come back after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work. For you. And welcome back here. It appears again, Carney Catholic going to be punting here on fourth down. And the point I was trying to make was they're doing the rugby style, and you certainly got a good athlete with his hands on the ball here in calling. And we'll see whether or not they decide to roll the dice, but they are lined up for the punt. Is Carney Catholic. Crusaders do not send anybody back deep, and calling will punt it. And it's going to be a relatively short punt as it's going to land out of bounds. At about the 25-yard line? Yeah. Oh, they're moving it. He's walking forward. So I think they're going to mark him out of bounds. About 32. About the 30. Yeah. Yeah, 32 by the time he stopped walking. (laughs) Stopped walking. Went for a little breeze. So that ends up being a 12-yard punt. Yep. He was trying. You kind of see he's trying to angle it a little bit over that way, but got it angled just a little bit too far. So... Good field position to start here for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic. Yeah. So now we'll see what the Crusaders can do here. The longer they hang in this game, mm-hmm. the tighter it's going to be throughout the course of it. Uh, Wemhoff going to run. Stiff arms one guy. Comes through the scene there. He ends up with a, basically a quarterback draw. He brings that to about the 40-yard line. That'll be a gain eight. Yep. He tried, tried to get something quick out here. Just qu- real quick look out here, Randy, and nothing. And he just took off with it, like you said, and it ends up being like a quarterback draw out of there, but picks up about eight yards on the play for Drenon Central Catholic. See the difference in philosophy of the two quarterbacks. Wemhoff is looking for an excuse to run. Yeah. Masker is looking for an effort and extend the play to pass. Yep. Wemhoff's going to throw that wheel route to the left side to Martinez. Martinez is going to make the catch and get pasted. He loses the football, and I think it went out of bounds. Yeah, I think you're right, Randy. Yep. Martinez made the catch. And to use the parviance of the day, made a football move, got pasted on that far sideline, and actually they're going to lose about uh, three yards on the play. Yeah, as he got the football, he, he took about one or two steps, Randy, and right there was Kaiser and I think Alex O'Brien coming up there on that and helmet right on the football, and the ball went squirting out of bounds for Grand Island Central Catholic. I think it was Kaiser that made the uh, play here. They're going to hand it off, and 
He's trying to scoot through there is going to be Steinke. There's a flag down on the play, and Steinke is going to be down at about the 40-yard line. Leading the way is going to be Eli Richter. Yep, and, then, and that's going to be a hold. So it's, you know, probably end up declining this, Carney yeah. Catholic getting it to fourth it'd be, down. And, be fourth and four without the penalty. Yeah. So. Coach Hoffman over on the near sideline here is uh, waving it off. Yes, defensive coaches will do. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in the background, the docile tones that you're hearing are from Rich Broderson. Yep. Who's filling in for Scott Casper, PA guy here at Carney Catholic. Rich will be rewarded for his efforts later. <laughs> so fourth and three here for the Crusaders. And Reed Martinez in punt formation. He gets the ball, a bad snap, but he's got time to kind of do a little rugby punt here. He's going to kick it high. Carnic Catholic needs to get away from it, and they do. And it's going to roll inside the 25-yard line. <laughs> and a little juke there by uh, Cole Staub is like, hey, if you're going to keep moving away from it, I'll go pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Grand Island Central yeah. Catholic guy goes, I better no, get up there, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not going anywhere that, buddy. So. so it ends up having a nice roll out of it. Yeah. It has a good impact, and again, had Cardi Catholic gone for a little bit of pressure there, yeah. could have been a different uh, thing altogether. So, But uh, good work there by uh, Martinez to get off a pretty good punt. And with 7.16 to go, they flip the field a little bit, and it'll be first and 10 from the 23. Stars need to get something building momentum-wise here and add on to their 7 nothing lead as we're nearing the midway point of the second quarter. The jet sweep. And uh, they make one man miss. That's a good bit of running there by Alex O'Brien. O'Brien just put his foot in the dirt, made one defender, thought he was going to continue to go to the outside and kind of went at it, dove at his feet. And then O'Brien cut back to the inside and gains five on the play. Yeah, because when O'Brien got it on that jet sweep coming to this left side here, Randy, uh, they shot right in there, did Grand Island Central Catholic. So there was a guy there, like you said, and Alex O'Brien did a good job of making one guy miss and getting and picking up some yardage out of the situation. Could have been a, a loss for Carney Catholic there. Gap in the slot, sights wide right. I think that's how in the backfield there is that Staub. And uh, Masker calling out the signals. They're going to hand it off to Staub. Nope, he's going to take it out of his belly and get nowhere is going to be Masker. Kind of looked like a zone read there yeah. almost, and Carney Catholic's going to lose about three yards on the play. Yep. As he, like you said, he put it in the belly. Of Staub, and then uh, he pulled it back, back out, Randy, like you said. And then uh, right then they just collapsed down on uh, Matsker to GICC. So it's going to bring up third and long here for Carney Catholic. So third and eight here for the Stars. All about the 26-yard line. Now we are exactly midway through the second quarter. 7-0 Carney Catholic. Masker with an empty backfield. He has one guy in the slot to his right. Coming across the formation here is going to be Seitz, and they're going to fake the handoff to him, and they got a man wide open. Right down the middle of the field is Jake Gap in stride. He's all by himself at the 30, at the 20, at the 10, and he's pulled down at the one-yard line, lost the football, but they're going to say he was down at the one-yard line. The one or the two. Yep. This time, Randy, they faked that uh, jet sweep action, and then the one guy came flying up there. Uh, and then they had Gappa just kind of release on a, a fake block and just uh, take off. And they hit Gappa on that play and gets the ball all the way down to to about the one-yard line for Carney Catholic there. But that was a great design because that guy came flying up on that one to stop that jet sweep action. And this time they caught him on that play. Hit him in stride. And again, uh, the defender had the angle on him. I didn't see who made the tackle. 
Yeah, I didn't either, Randy. Hal will be to the right of Masker. Great effort there by the Crusader defender. And now Masker will have it now first and goal at the one. A little bit of movement up front. Now we'll have it first and goal at the six. Yep. Just a little bit of lean action out of that by Carney Catholic on there. They got a little bit of a hard count on it, and and uh, one of our guys just kind of started leaning a little bit on that. So Brian will check in here for Carney Catholic. And it will be first and goal from the six. So Masker now out of the uh, pistol formation, has Howe to his right. We'll hand off to Howe. Howe going right up the middle, and he'll bring it across the five-yard line down to about the four. That'll be a gain of about two on the play. Well, they only give him the five, so we'll call it a gain of one. Yep. As that time, they just, you know, it looked like it was going to be a little bit of a hold there, and uh, linebackers just came flowing through there for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic and stopped him at the five-yard line. So Stars need points here. They lead it only 7 nothing. And again, the longer the Crusaders are one score away, the more they're going to believe and the bigger fight you'll get from the guys from Grand Island. Masker will bring a man in motion eventually, and they'll hand it off to Howe. Howe goes right off the middle, and he brings it inside the five-yard line, down now to about the four. And uh, two running plays, two yards, and it's going to be now third and goal from the four. Yep, you know, that little lunge or lean uh, by Carney Catholic got him back there now. It, you know, ran two plays right up the middle, like you said, Randy. Picked up a couple yards out of the situation, but, uh, you know, Carney Catholic's facing third and goal right now. And they've got a tight formation. They have uh, three receivers basically lined up in the tight end area on the right side, two in the slot on the left, and they throw it, and it's wide open over there. Howe makes the catch. Howe's got the touchdown. Yep, they just did a tight formation, and then they... Uh, had uh, Hal just sneak out to the outside there, Randy, and he's wide open on that right side. Nice play designed by Carney Catholic. Nice catch by Hal to get it into the end zone for Carney Catholic. So Hal makes the catch, makes the touchdown, and Carney Catholic now a 13 to nothing lead. And trying the extra point here will be Jacob Tucker. Tucker, the junior. Good snap. Good hold, line drive kick, but it's uh, high enough, but it's going to be wide to the left. So the extra point is no good. A five points bank touchdown with Masker finding how for the uh, score. The 64th touchdown pass of Masker's career. A five points bank touchdown with 4.12 to go here in the second quarter. 13 nothing stars. We're back after this. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. 
Well, Dylan Rasmussen back deep here for Grand Island Central Catholic. Teeing it up for the Stars will be the freshman, Spencer Hoagland. And the Stars with a 13-0 lead after that touchdown pass. We'll kick it off here. And a traditional kick that will be picked up at about the uh, 10-yard line. And going right up the middle, trying to find a seam here is Rasmussen. Rasmussen finds a little bit of a gap, drags a couple of guys forward, and he's got a nice return out to the 35. And I don't think he went right or left more than a yard from where he made the catch. I don't think so either there, Randy, as he he took that uh, right up the middle. Like you said, Randy, and it just kind of parted for him a little bit there. And by the time he gets down, he's down here about the 36, 37-yard line. But nice return for GICC. So the Crusaders have uh, their full complement of timeouts left. Yeah. And so they've got plenty of time. Remember, in high school ball, well, two things. Most touchdown drives are less than two and a half minutes long on average. And two, clock stops to move the chains. Handoff right up the middle. And wow, what a play by Sam Clinch. He just (laughs) read that one and just stuffed that play immediately. Nowhere at all for Martinez to go. No, Sam got rid of his guy. And about the time Martinez took about two steps there, Randy, he was getting hit by uh, Sam. Sam did a great job of shucking his guy and getting right in there. Well, a quick dive up the middle doesn't usually lose two Two yards, yards. and it did. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So now it will be Wemhoff out of that pistol formation. He's looking to throw. Pressure coming. Ducks underneath. Makes one man miss. Still more pressure coming. Outruns Gappa. Now he's trying to get the outside. He outruns Richter, and he's going to bring it across the 50-yard line. That'll be a gain of about 16 on the play. Great scramble there by Wemoff. There were about three different stars that had a legitimate shot at it. Yeah, like you said, just a great scramble by him because he, he could have been sacked for, you know, seven, eight yards there too, Randy. And then he got rid of that, and then right at the line of scrimmage, he had another one he got rid of, and he made a nice run out of it to pick up a first down for Grand Island Central Catholic. So the Crusaders again get the ball across midfield. to be first and 10 from the 48-yard line. Wemhoff with a man in the slot on the right. He's going to run to his left, go right up the middle. He's going to get stood up at about the 45-yard line. That'll be a gain of three, and that will be the 10th carry of the game here for the quarterback, Luke Wemhoff. There's only been two other guys that have carried the ball, and they've had one carry each. So he is the featured running back here after he gains three on this play. Yeah, fake that handoff up the middle and just kind of went to a little bit of the left side of the, of the running back. Randy, and just followed his blockers, uh, picking up what he can out of this out of this situation. You got about 2:40 here to go in the second quarter. No tight end on the left side, a slot on the right, and Wemhoff looking to throw. It'll be forward here for Martinez, and Martinez is going to get that back to the line of scrimmage and no more. Yeah. Stars read that very well. Yeah, they did a good job, you know, Randy. They had a guy spread out, clear out here on this right side, and uh, faked that little over here to the right side, and then they hit Martinez out there on that left side trying to get him you know, out in that gap area so he could maybe break something, but Carney Catholic had that read perfectly. Well, I think the Stars are on to it now because Martinez's last two catches have been for a negative three yards. Mm-hmm. Wemhoff will hand off to Martinez. Martinez will go off tackle, and he'll have enough for the first down. Leading the way here on the uh, tackle is going to be Cole Staub, and uh, that's going to be more than enough for the first down. Yep. Just giving that quick handoff going to the right side of their, their line on this one. And uh, he hit the hole extremely hard, did Martinez. And he, he got into the secondary out of that and then picks up the first down for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic here about the 37, 38-yard line. Gains nine on the play. So it'll be first and 10 from the 37. Wemhoff will have Martinez off to his left out of this pistol formation. 
He's looking to throw that way. Pressure coming. He's going to try to get rid of it and can't. He loses the football, and they're going to say he's down, and I think that's the right call. He was hoping to throw the ball, so he was a little bit loose with the ball, but they drug him down, and then the ball came out later. That is the right call by this officiating crew who have had a nice night tonight. Yeah, they have. They've done made the right calls on that. Like you said, he got a lot of pressure on him right there. He tried to scramble out of that. He was good looking to try to dump it out to the side here, tucked it down and went down and then the ball came loose. So a loss of three on the sack there for Carney Catholic who has a three-man front. Richter gets through there. He's chasing the quarterback around and now Howe will help force him out of bounds. Also on the tackle coming over there is going to be Christian Richter. Eli led the way with the initial pressure, and then Christian helped push him out of bounds. Yep, as he tried to look around across that middle, Randy, there was just nothing there. Wimoff just comes out to the outside, tries to pick up what he can. Like he said, Eli Richter kind of forced him out there, and then you had a couple other guys, Christian Richter and uh, guys getting in there to make the tackle. So Eli looks at Christian, you know, I, and like, I'm doing all the hard work here. Yeah. <laughs> Wimhoff on third and nine, out of the shotgun. Pressure comes by Howe. Pass on that left side, and Gappa with the tackle immediately. That's a short gain on the play, and it's going to be fourth and about seven. They gain maybe the length of the football on that play. Yeah, they got her back on that side to the left side there, Randy, and uh, they got it completed to him. But uh, like you said, Gappa was right there to make that tackle. So nice, good open field tackle by Gappa. I feel bad writing one, but it was a gain on the play. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a full yard, but I got to write some number there. I'm not doing fractions. Clock's still moving here. 30 seconds to go. Crusaders have uh, some timeouts left, but on fourth and nine from their own 37, they're, I think they're waiting until the final moment, and that's exactly what they do. They wait. They don't want the five-yard penalty. They're going to call the uh, timeout here and with 23 seconds to go here before halftime. And we'll keep it right here for the time being, get you uh, updated on a, a few scores that we have for you in Class C1. Gibbon uh, right now with a 14-7 lead over Minden in the uh, second quarter. Over on Classic, it's 98.9 FM. Adam Central on the board, but they still trail Milford-Dorchester 7-6 to in the second quarter. So Trey must not have got the extra point there. Oh, yeah. And uh, Chase County, broken bow, no score in the first quarter. Sixth-ranked Boone Central Newman Grove with a 7-6 to lead at number 10 Wayne. That game's in the second quarter. Third-ranked O'Neill is trailing at home to Ort. The Chanticleers have a 15-7 to lead as they are in the second quarter. So good matchup in that one. And we'll remind you that uh, uh, our in-game scores covered in the area by the Simonson Agency. Your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney has you covered for home Life and auto insurance. See them at Carney in the strip mall just west of the Apple Market. So I'm sure we're going to see a, uh, I thought we'd see a punt here, and I'm still thinking we might get the quick kick here as Wemhoff is in at quarterback here on fourth and nine from the 37. There's 23 seconds to go before halftime. I don't know if you really want to play with fire here if you're GICC as Wemhoff has it. And he's going to step up. He's going to run. And he's going to have enough for the first down as he runs into Gappa. Gappa makes the tackle, but it's across the 25-yard line down to the 24. That's a gain of 13. And if you're a GICC, you got timeouts. You might as well use them. Yep. I think you call timeout here. Yeah, exactly. Once They've got three, according to my records, anyway. There's only 16 seconds left. They wind the clock. 
Now three seconds have already gone off. They snap it, they clock it, and they lost six of their 16 seconds by not using one of their three timeouts. Yeah, I think you're right, Randy. They only, so. they only have two timeouts. I still would have used it. I still would have so. called the timeout here because plays take about seven seconds to run. Done. You're anyway. only going to get a couple of plays anyway. Yep. Now you're you're not guaranteed a second play here with the clock stopped with 10 seconds to go. Yeah. Yep. I agree, Randy. You should have got right up there, just called the timeout. And then you would add 16 seconds to see what you wanted to do out of this right here. But nice thing about being this press box, you get the official numbers here. Wemhoff with the snap, going to throw that left side. It's going to be intercepted. Kaiser made the made the catch, slipped, and had he not slipped, eh, he would add 95 yards to go. But, but yeah. it, there wasn't a lot of bodies on this side over here. Yep. So it is going to be an interception. As Eli got in there and he put some pretty good pressure on him on Wemhoff that time, Randy, to throw the football probably before he really wanted to to be able to step up, and Eli was kind of getting in there. So uh, Kaiser steps right in there and uh, makes the interception for Carney Catholic with five seconds to go here in the and second And the ball is at the six-yard line. I think you'll see number 11 under center. He'll snap and kneel. I'm calling it. <laughs> He's under center, his masker. He takes a snap and kneels. <laughs> Every once in a while, I know what I'm doing. Hey, it's been a good first half, really, for both teams. Yeah. As a team that won only one game last year, hanging with Carney Catholic, and the Stars now with a 13 to nothing lead, Uh-oh. and the Sprinklers come on, getting the officials as uh, the teams had left, and the officials get a little drenched here. Uh, the officials are going to have a little fun with that one when they're going talking with everybody later it's 13 nothing stars we'll uh we'll we'll shut off the sprinklers and we'll be back with the ravenna sanitation halftime report we come back after this have you ever seen a dented tortoise the same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed no rust corrosion dents or scratches ever guaranteed for as long as you own your truck and it says so in writing bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot stays strong that means your truck holds its value long surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on don't be the dent popper has been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years see the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown carney for a free estimate Farmers and ranchers are gearing up to get their crops out of the field, and sometimes they have to take the main roads to get there. You've probably gotten stuck behind one of those slow-moving orange triangles a time or two. Well, this fall, the Buffalo County Farm Bureau would like to remind everyone to slow down, be careful, and drive safely. These men and women are planting food for our tables. So next time you get stuck behind a farmer on the way to the field, just give him or her a wave. It's just food in progress. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. The sinister cries haunted Mary through the night. Dawn neared and still the voice tormented her. She ran towards the safety of her car, flung open the door, and a coyote had somehow gotten locked inside. But the damaged interior was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Coyote Carpool, August 1st, 2015. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. This is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market And welcome back here to Miles Field. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Let's get you uh, updated on scores that we have for you from 
across the state. These will all kind of have somewhat of a local significance. Uh, in uh, Class A last night, Carney on the road at Lincoln East won 17 to nothing. Uh, nice win there for the Bearcats, who are 2-0 and on the season. By the way, the Carney Bearcat volleyball team and football teams both undefeated. That's true of both Carney Catholics football and volleyball teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, UNK, UK undefeated uh, in volleyball yep. and football, and yep. so is the UNK football team. So if you got Carney in your name somewhere, you're undefeated. With the exception of a softball team, but we won't get to that. In Class B, uh, Hastings at Skyler has a 21-3 to lead. That game's in the second quarter. Elsewhere in Class B, 7th-ranked York with a 19-6 to lead at home against Lexington. That game's in the second. Also in the second, Grand Island Northwest with a 21 to nothing lead over the Alliance Bulldogs as uh, GI Northwest is rated number 10 in the state. A uh, big matchup for Holdridge out in Scotts Bluff here tonight, but still no report that has a late start there in the Mountain Time Zone. In Class C1, 8th-ranked Fairbury uh, has a 14-0 lead in Syracuse in the second quarter. Right here, it's Grand Island uh, Central Catholic trailing number 4 Carney Catholic, 13 to nothing here at halftime. Over on Classic, it's 98-9. Gibbon has a 14-7 lead over Minden. Again, that's on Classic, it's 98-9. Over on 1550 KICS, it's Adam Central now with a 14-7 lead over Milford Dorchester. The uh, Patriots got touchdown and the two-point conversion to go up by seven. No score between Broken Bow and Chase County in the second quarter. He also in the second quarter, Boone Central Newman Grove with a 7-6 lead over Wayne. Uh, Boone Central Newman Grove uh, rated number six in the state, and the Blue Devils of Wayne are rated number 10, so that's a good matchup there. O'Neill has scored, so the defending state champion and third-ranked uh, O'Neill Eagles have uh, cut the lead, but Ord still leads in O'Neill, 15-13, to 13, as that game is at halftime. No report yet between uh, Kozai and Shadron. Gothenburg, Ogallala, still no report. We'll be in Ogallala next week here on ESPN Radio with uh, the Stars traveling out west to take on the Indians. In Class C2, Lutheran High Northeast with a 22-0 lead over Twin River in the second quarter. Also in the second, Central City with a 22-7 lead over Loganview. Uh, at halftime on KHAS Radio. Uh, it's uh, number five, Wilbur Claytonia, rolling up against St. Cecilia, 35-7. to That is in Hastings over Duncan Field. It's 35-7, Wilbur Claytonia at halftime over St. Cecilia. Elsewhere in the second quarter, uh, Sutton with a 14-6 lead in Malcolm at halftime. North Platte St. Pat's leads in Donovan Trumbull, 21-7. to Sixth-ranked St. Paul shutting off Cross County, 48 to nothing. That game is in the second quarter. That game will have a running clock. Fourth-ranked Valentine at Arcadia Loop City, and right now Arcadia Loop City with an eight to six lead over Valentine. Uh, so the uh, the Raiders trying to throw a little bit of a surprise there. Elsewhere, Hershey in Southern Valley has a 14-6 lead. And at halftime, Wood River with a 7-0 lead at Centura. In eight-man action in Class D1, Ravenna has a 34-14 lead in Superior in the second. Also in the second, Cambridge at home leads Decatur Community, Kansas, by a score of 14-6. Tenth-ranked Kennesaw is leading uh, sixth-ranked Palmer 20-8. That game's also in the second quarter. Also in the second, Bertrand at home being shut out by Elm Creek, 20 to nothing. Medicine Valley has a 19 to nothing lead at Sutherland. And uh, fourth ranked uh, Blue Hill, fourth ranked in Class D2. 
Blue Hill has a 39-0 lead over Franklin in Blue Hill. The Bobcats are leading big at halftime. Uh, in the uh, first quarter, number nine, South Loop, with an 8-0 lead at Ainsworth. Also uh, on the road, McCool Junction has a 20-8 lead at Meridian in the first quarter. Excuse me. In the yeah, that's still the first quarter. And in the class D two, Axtell leads at Loomis seven to six in the second quarter. At halftime, number three Twin Loop has a thirty four to fourteen lead over Anselmo Myrna. Pleasanton trailing at home to number nine Giltner sixteen to six. That game was in the first quarter at last report. It's a final from last night. Stewart at home loses to uh, Central Valley thirty four to nothing. And Shelton with a win today, big over SEM. 58 to nothing in six man action. Number five, Deschler with a 77 to 12 win over Santee earlier today. And again, we'll uh, remind you that the in game scores, we have those covered for you here on Platte River Radio. And the Simonson Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney, has you covered for home, life, and auto insurance. See them in Kearney, the strip mall just west of Apple Market. We'll take a quick break. We'll give you some halftime numbers and a scoring summary when we return here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Summer is here. You know that. It's hot out. Now what are you going to do about it? There's no better way to cool off than on your very own boat from Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Kearney. No matter what you want to do, fish, ski, cruise, surf, wakeboard, Buzz's can match you up with the perfect boat. And with factory rebates along with easy financing, the perfect price. Already have a boat? Buzz's Pro Shop is bursting at the seams with fun new toys. Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Or check them out online at Marine.com. And welcome back here to Miles Field. Carney Catholic with a 13-0 lead here at intermission against Grand Island Central Catholic. And let's uh, give you uh, uh, kind of our wrap-up statistically of what has happened here so far in the football game. We'll begin for Grand Island Central Catholic. Luke Wemhoff in the air is 7 of 9 for 34 yards, has thrown one interception. Uh, Russell Martinez has four catches for 28 yards. Myra Almira, one catch for five yards. And for Grand Island Central Catholic on the ground, Wemhoff doing most of the heavy lifting there as well. He's carried the ball 13 times for 57 yards. Blake Steinke, one carry for two yards. Russell Martinez has two carries for seven yards. So 66 yards on the uh, ground here for Grand Island Central Catholic. 
34 in the air, a total of 100 yards of offense unofficially at halftime for the Crusaders, who are being shut out by the Stars here, 13 to nothing. For Carney Catholic in the air, Matt Masker is 9 of 16 for 167 yards and one touchdown. Josh Long has one catch for four yards. Brett Kaiser, two catches for 37. Trey Colling has two catches for 40 yards. Jake Kappa has two catches for 78 yards, including a huge uh, 73-yarder that... Uh, Almost went the distance. Lyndon Howe has one catch for four yards and the touchdown. The other touchdown was scored by Masker in a three-yard run with a minute nine to go in the first quarter. The extra point was good. Then Masker hit Howe with a four-yard pass with uh, 4.12 to go in the second quarter. That made it 13 to nothing at that point, and that's where we stand here at intermission. Again, this sports wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Carnegie. We'll take a quick break. We'll uh, get Don's thoughts about what we saw here in the first half and continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Welcome back here to Miles Field. We're at halftime. Carney Catholic with a 13-0 lead over the Crusaders of Grand Island Central Catholic. And the Stars had an impressive drive, began driving again, had a few penalties. That kind of cost them that momentum. And they just really haven't gotten into a good offensive flow here so far tonight, Don. No, they haven't. You know, it's just one of those situations where you get a couple things going and you took a couple steps back on some situations and, uh, you know, they both sides have been kind of shooting themselves in the foot on some things. Grand Island Central Catholic had a couple of drives where they got the ball down to about the 22, 23 yard line on that first possession, and then all of a sudden they're sitting there looking at, you know, sec or first down and about 25, 30 yards to go because of some penalties that happened. And Carney Catholics had the same thing had kind of happened to them on a couple of things. Um, so it's neither neither team has really got into a good flow offensively. And, uh, you know, we had our Carney Catholics had a big, you know, play with Tagapa, 70-some yards all the way down to the one-yard line. But then again, you know, they had a penalty that kind of got them back there and had to get it, you know, throw it into the end zone to get it in there. But it's one of those that just hasn't quite clicked for both sides in, in fluid motion. Just 
kind of a lack of consistency yep. is probably the, the phrase that I would think of when you look at uh, the stars so far here in the game. They just consistently haven't been able to put it together for a long period of drive. Yeah, they had the big 73-yard uh, scoring strike, but they haven't consistently been able to just get those five to seven, yeah. to, you know, three, four-yard positive plays without getting the penalty or, or something else that ends up being kind of a negative play for him. Yep. And, you know, there's been a couple times, too, where, we you know, it's kind of been a high or low snap, and then all of a sudden the back's out of the position, and Matzker's trying to make something happen, gets sacked or something, too. It just, like you said, it just hasn't been flowing very good. It hasn't been consistent, uh, you know, from uh, for Carney Catholic, you know, uh, especially the first half and for Grand Island Central Catholic. But it's just uh, been real inconsistent on both sides, or both teams have been offensively. And they've run out of consistency problems as well, have the Crusaders. They had the one yep. series, their best drive of the game. They get it down to about the 22-yard line, and they had four five-yard penalties. <laughs> I think they had, you know, I, I think they might even had a 10-yard penalty in there yep. during that stretch, and they end up having, you know, third and 35. Yeah. And, and you just can't. You can't do that. No. You you end up doing that. It just is not going to be the recipe for success against both these two teams are good enough that if you play poorly against them, things aren't going to work for you. And that's really kind of what's happened here. Both yeah. teams have offensively just made enough mistakes that they haven't got it going. Yep, exactly. And like you said, you know, Carney Catholic, get, you know, had a third and about 40 one time and got a little screen pass and, and guys got a, got a face mask out of it and moved him up there to get it kind of third and short. Cause they got to replay the down for that. But uh, you know, and then they end up picking up the first down and kind of carried a little bit, but you know, a couple of times too. They, they they just keep on you know penalties, 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 and getting them you know second and twenty, second and twenty five, and things like that. And it's it's hard to you know do some stuff. Uh, you know, like you said, consistency has got to come out in the second half for both teams. You know, offensively to kind of move the football. One thing I think might be a little bit tougher for GICC. The only time they've really had any success running the ball is with the quarterback, quarterback. and it's been. It's been fairly easy to know what they're trying to do yeah. running the football. And, again, it's been a mantra at Carney Catholic for years and years and years. The very first thing they want to do on defense is stop the run. And right now, you're not respecting anybody receiving the ball on a handoff in terms of that being part of your running game. And as a result of that, I think it's going to be tough for GICC to find a way to get that consistency. Yep, I do too, Randy. You know, like you said, it's, it's the quarterback for them. Wim Hop's trying to do a lot of things and he's done a lot of things for, for GICC but I think you know Carney Catholic will probably start keying a little bit more on him bringing some run blitzes and stuff like that and kind of shutting him down and the numbers illustrate the point he has 13 rushes on the game the rest of the team combined has three yeah. so 13 of the 16 rushes has been by Wemhoff so I'm sure Carney Catholic will be keying on that well we'll be back with the second half here as Carney Catholic leads at home against Grand Island Central Catholic 13 to nothing here. We'll wrap up the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says, your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We'll step away for a moment. We'll be ready for the uh, second half kickoff when we return right after this. 
Aurora Cooperative is excited to announce their Summer of Ethanol Giveaway Contest. Fill up at your local A stop with your locally grown, locally produced gasoline anytime this summer to become eligible. For every 15 gallons purchased, you will be entered into two drawings. The first is a monthly drawing where we will give away 10 $50 gift cards, and the second is for the grand prize drawing where one lucky winner will receive gas for a year. To learn more about how you can get into the Aurora Cooperative Summer of Ethanol Giveaway, please visit auroracoop.com. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your corn and your ethanol. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you family physical therapy and sports center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life family physical therapy and sports center excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game locations serving Kearney Lexington Minden Ravana and Wood River and welcome back here to Milesfield. 13-0, Carney Catholic with the lead here at intermission against Grand Island Central Catholic. And let me just say, I'm at a high school football game wearing a sweatshirt. All is right with the world. <laughs> September 1st, it uh, was a nice, cool day. You know, yep. these early season games, you worry a lot about the heat and the cramping and that sort of thing. Haven't run into those problems at all here tonight. No, we haven't at all, Randy. Like you said, it's a nice, cool day. Uh, you know, this evening, it's just a, and the wind isn't really blowing real hard or anything like that. It's just a nice night to play football. Yeah, I mean, the wind, whatever wind there was, and we, last we saw it was listed at about 12 miles an hour. Well, it, the wind died down, and it is a beautiful night for football. Temperatures are going to drop a little bit more. It's about 68 degrees, and, you know, right now, again, looking at the flags, I'd say we're looking at maybe, you know, either from calm, somewhere between calm and about uh, – Six, seven, eight miles an hour, yep. and again, it's uh, the field a little wet over there where the sprinklers <laughs> came on. <laughs> but again, our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed Science with Service delivering success. So the field is in good shape. Again, the two teams after they kneeled down had left. The officials just kind of waiting for everybody to leave the field. They'd pretty much gone from that area, and from the 20 down to the uh, end of the end zone there, all the sprinklers came on. The only ones that got wet were the officials. The timing couldn't have been better. It was really kind of funny. Yeah, it was, Randy. Like you said, it was kind of perfect timing on some situation there, but (laughs) I guess if you're not the official, it was perfect. Because I'm wearing a sweatshirt, and I didn't get wet. You know what I'm saying? At least... Uh, these guys are running around. It might have felt good. In any event, uh, again, I, one of the key elements, I think, of any high school game is the first about three minutes of the second half. You, you, can, you can either create a situation where you can add on to a 13 nothing lead or you can cut that lead in half yep. or at least start that process of cutting the lead in half. So uh, I think the, 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 the ensuing uh, drives coming up here, going to be very important for both of these two teams in terms of seizing control of this game yep i do too randy it's gonna you know kind of 
builds a little bit of stuff going into, you know, the next few series and stuff. If you can get that first series going right off the bat in the, in the second half, you know, it's only 13 nothing right here. You know, so, you know, for Kearney Catholic and for GICC, the, the first couple of series, especially this first series for both sides, is going to tell a lot in this football game. And Kearney Catholic will kick off. So, again, if they can get a three and out, they'll get good field position. And yep. uh, But GICC has their hands on the ball first. If they can find a way to uh, score here, yep. we, we'll have a Donnybrook on our hands. Yep, exactly right, Randy. It's gonna, Like you said, this is going to be a big key for GICC right here to see what they can get going. See if they can even get some momentum of, you know, moving the football and maybe, you know, flipping the field against Carney Catholic here. So, again, uh, seeing it up here and kicking it off is uh, going to be Spencer Hoagland. Hoagland, the freshman, with a good high kick. He'll be picked up at about the 20-yard line, and they're just going to run right up the middle and good tackle in the open field there by Jason Seitz. Perez on the return, Seitz on the tackle. Yep, on that one, uh, right off the bat, Randy getting down there was uh, Christian Richter to kind of make the little bit of a hit, and then he kept bounced off of, of Christian Richter, and, uh, and then Seitz was right there uh, to make the tackle. But like you said, he got it at about the 20-yard line, and they're going to you know, get the football here at about, what, the 26, 27-yard yeah, line. We'll call it the 27 here. So. And Wim Hof will be in that pistol formation again. And the official blows the football ready for play. So Wem Hoff will call out the signals, and he'll fake the handoff. He's going to follow that running back on that right side. No, he actually did hand it off, and I don't think there was a, much of a difference there as they do get the ball to that right side, and there's no gain on the play. Yeah, like you said, Randy, he just kind of stuck it in that and kind of followed and followed. It was Steinke followed that actually carried the ball there, no yeah. gain on the play. Yeah, and then, and then just kind of gave it to him at the end there, but uh, there was nothing there. Carney Catholic guys did a really good job of, of just stringing everything out and making the tackle right at the line of scrimmage. Just really riding that in the belly. Here, Wemhoff with pressure coming. He's going to get sacked. He was looking to throw the ball. He lost the ball. Did Carney Catholic fall on it? Nope. I think one of the Crusaders got back there. He was sacked back. Great rush right up the middle as uh, I think it was uh, Grinny, Grinny, who made the play there and nearly came up with a fumble return as well, for the fumble recovery as well. Yep. Tucker did a good job of getting off his block and getting right in there. Him and I think uh, Lyndon Howell blitzed on that play, too. Loss of about 14 on the play. Handoff right up the middle. They're going to get about five of those back. So Carney Catholic is going to force a three and out here. Exactly what Carney Catholic wanted out of this situation. Got a good sack out of there. Got nothing on the very first play and got a sack on this, uh, the last of the play before. And now it's going to be a fourth down here for Grand Islands, you know, Central Catholic. And Carney Catholic should have real good field position here. So Will De Perez will do the punting. And it's a bad snap. He's going to fall on it near the goal line. That is close to a safety. They're going to spot the ball at the one-yard line. A bad snap on the punt. They're going to lose 20 yards on the play, and it'll be first and goal for the Stars from the one. We talk about the importance of the first uh, three minutes. Well, the Stars will have the potential of having a one-play, one-yard drive to make it a three-score game. Yep, like like we said, Randy, the first possessions are going to be crucial and for Grand Island Central Catholic, everything kind of went bad for them right there. And Carney Catholic going to get the ball here at the one-yard line. 
Out of the pistol, Masker will have Gappa to his right. He's got three wide receivers lined up in the eye coming across the formation here. They'll hand off right up the middle to Gappa. Gappa, the line surge, gets into the end zone. So does Gappa. And it's now 19 to nothing with a one-yard touchdown run by Gappa. Just following his block right up the middle, like you said, Randy. You know, they got a good enough line surge to get Gappa into the end zone. And a quick, quick, quick plays right here for Carney Catholic as they had the football right at the one-yard line uh, to punch it in for Carney Catholic. So Gappa with a one-yard run. For the five points bank touchdown and now trying to tack on the extra point will be Jacob Tucker. Tucker out of the hold of Camden Schwartz will try to make this 20 to nothing. Good snap, good hold. Kick by Tucker looks good and it is good. No, it's no good. Well, they, this angle deceived me <laughs> because I thought like it was right down the middle. In any event, the extra point is no good, and the score remains 19 to nothing. Carney Catholic with the lead with 10-24 to go here. In the third quarter, we're back to Miles Field right after this. Summer is here. You know that. It's hot out. Now what are you going to do about it? There's no better way to cool off than on your very own boat from Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Kearney. No matter what you want to do, fish, ski, cruise, surf, wakeboard, Buzz's can match you up with the perfect boat. And with factory rebates along with easy financing, the perfect price. Already have a boat? Buzz's Pro Shop is bursting at the seams with fun new toys. Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Or check them out online at Buzzesmarine.com. And welcome back here to Miles Field. We were just discussing that <laughs> all of us up here thought it went right down the middle. But in any event, the extra point was uh, no good. And everything on that looked uh, looked pretty clean. But in any event, Cardi Catholic, bad snap yep. on the punt after the, the big sack. And uh, couldn't have gotten much worse here for GICC. And the Stars now with a 19-0 lead. And so the kickoff will be picked up at about the 15-yard line. And on the right side, trying to find some room over there is going to be Rasmussen. Rasmussen cuts back to the inside, found a a little bit of seam there, and will bring it across the 30-yard line. And we'll see who as they unstack it. They'll get out to about the 32. Yeah, like you said, Randy, nice, you know, nice little return for him, though, getting picking it up about the 15, like took it off to the right side, kind of cut back here to, towards the middle. And, you know, Car- or, uh, GICC is going to have decent field position for themselves. Well, they need to build some momentum because they dug yeah. themselves a hole after that uh, disastrous first series of the second half. Wemhoff out of the pistol. Running back will move, and now everybody else will move. I think the running back was okay, but somebody else. Started, yep. Started moving, moving forward. In Canada, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And an illegal shift there on that play for Grand Island. Just things, you know, that first series didn't go too well. And then the fir- very first play right here, moving them back five more. So that now makes it first and 15. And again, you just, you can't dig yourself those kind of holes, especially now that Cardi Catholics built a little bit of momentum. Kind of like sharks smelling blood in the water, you know. They're starting to circle around a little bit. Trying to add on now to a 19 to nothing lead. Wemhoff will follow his uh, lead blocker right up the middle, and he'll get those five yards back, plus a couple of more. Just a quick uh, quarterback run here, and he'll gain about seven on the play, his 15th carry of the game. Of the 20 rushes, he's got 15 of them. Yeah, like you said, Randy, just a quick... 
He just got it and just took off, went straight ahead, picked up what he could, and a nice little run for Grand Island Central Catholic. Ends up being a gain of nine, and they'll hand off this time, and Steinke's got nowhere to go. I think he might actually lose a smidgen on the play, and it's going to set up now third and a good six. Yeah. I was trying to see who that was. It was Sam Clinch kind of got it off his blocks, and then the linebackers just came flowing through there, Gappin and uh, Lyndon Howe, and those guys just came right up there to make the, make the tackle also. Got a better spot than I thought, but it will be now uh, third and about six. Got to get down to the 39. Ball spotted at the 45. Excuse me, at the 35. They got to get to the 41. It's in there somewhere. Wemoff's going to throw it out to this left side. Myra makes the catch, and then there's going to be a convention of guys leading the tackle, and they eventually get their feet tangled up, and they all get out of bounds. There was, what, five guys (laughs) escorting Elmira out of bounds over there? Yep. It'd be a gain of two. (laughs) Right off the bat, it was Kaiser kind of getting out there, and uh, Alex O'Brien out there, uh, you know, getting him there. But then, like you said, by the time he tried to get get away from those two, there was about three other guys for Carney Catholic right there. So fourth and four, they're lined up in a situation where they look like they're going to go for it. Fourth and four from their own 37. And uh, they snap it. It goes through the uh, guy's hands. There's a lot of pressure coming, and they're going to sack him back down to about the 18-yard line. I think they wanted to do a quick punt there. I do, too. And... Uh, well, it didn't work out because no. the snap went through the quarterback's hands, and they're going to lose 18 yards on the play on fourth down. Yeah, I think you're right there, Randy. I think they wanted to do a quick, you know, punt off that situation and just uh, try to get that ball to roll in over in and to get get it pinned down there, but went through his hands, and now Carney Catholic's going to have the football about the 17 yards. Well, they've had two fourth downs in this half, and on both of them, the errant snaps in one form or another, and they lost 38 yards on fourth down on those two plays. Yeah. Carney Catholic, good field position, first and 10 at the 17. Masker, empty backfield, pressure coming. Gets in the end zone. He's got a man. There's a flag down. There's a touchdown. And we'll see whether or not it stays on the board. That's a spot where you usually see a hold. And it is a hold. Yeah. So bring this one back. But like you said, it was a perfect pass to him and Kaiser going into that corner, that end zone there. But uh, got a hold here on Carney Catholic and bring it back, redo the down. That was uh, tempered enthusiasm on my part on the call because I knew this one was going to come back. Come back, yep. (laughs) Yep. So that's a spot foul. So that's going to be more than 10 yards on the hold there. So the ball is back to about the 33. So that'll be 16-yard penalty. And so it'll be first and 23. Lyndon Howe will go to the slot on the left side. Seitz is wide to the right, and they've got uh, three other guys wide to the left here from Asker, and they throw it in underneath. It's going to be caught. Kaiser makes one man miss. Dances back to the inside, gets down the sideline, and he's going to have it uh, for a gain of about 18 or 19 on the play. <laughs> it didn't look like there was going to be, you know, maybe about a five-yard gain on the play, and Kaiser did a good job. He got a couple blocks picked up out there, but he made the first couple guys miss, Randy, and, uh, you know, he's going to pick up a good chunk of yards for Carney Catholic right there. Well, get him in space. Good things yep. happen. He's got three balls now for 54 yards unofficially. You know, and he had, what was it, 165 last, last week. week. So, yep. 
It's a pretty good start to the season. Second and nine from the 16. Empty backfield here from Asker. Quick throw to the right side. That's going to be Calling. Calling makes one man miss. Spins. Puts his head down. Has it inside the 10. Down to about the five-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. It'll be first and goal for Cardi Catholic from the five. Yep. Just like you said, got it out here quickly out here to Trey Calling. And uh, Trey made the first guy miss. He picked up a little bit of a block out of the situation. Randy done a little spin action. Gets the ball down to the five-yard line for Carney Catholic. So just like that, after that holding penalty, cost him 16 yards. Two plays later, the Stars have it now first and goal at the five. Howell will be to the left of Masker. Trips to the right, which is the short side of the field. Masker's going to pitch it out to Howell. Howell trying to get the edge, and he slips off the would-be tackler and into the end zone for a five-yard touchdown. Just nice little play there, a little option play out of that. Uh, you know, Matsker just dry, runs right at that defensive end, kind of shuttles it out there to um, Lyndon Howell. Lyndon Howell takes it in for the five-yard touchdown. Nice little play design there for Carney Catholic. So Howell scampers in from five yards away. And now trying the uh, extra point. This will be Hoagland. So it's Spencer Hoagland trying the extra point. A little bit of a high snap. Good hold in there underneath. And Hoagland's kick, I'm going to reserve judgment, is through the middle and good. <laughs> yep, just so nice he, nice little action out of that. You know, good hand or hold by, um, you know, the place kicker there. Hoagland did a good job of just stepping right in there and drilling it through, Randy. So Lyndon Howe scampers in for the touchdown. Hoagland with the extra point. And uh, a five points bank touchdown for the Stars makes it now 26 to nothing with 8.24 to go here in the third. We're back after this. In the fall, sports vary like autumn leaves football, volleyball, softball, cross country, boys tennis, girls golf, and TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney remains the go to place for equipment and apparel. After all, the equipment combined with practice and effort equals championship play. Get the equipment, get the apparel, get the win. At TM Sporting Goods on the bricks in downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods is a division of protein design. Well, last two times the GICC had the ball here. Well, both times they had it here in the second half. An errant snap on fourth down. Cost them either 18 or 20 yards. Stars got the ball one time at the one-yard line. Their second drive started at the 17-yard line. They punch it in the end zone both times, and they've been able to double their lead out now to 26 to nothing. And we've only played about three and a half minutes of the second half. Well, after punching in the extra point, Spencer Hoekland now will kick it off here for the Stars. It'll be a high kick. Can be picked up on the uh, 15-yard line. Over there by the Crusaders, and they got a little seam on that right wing. And riding him down for the tackle here is going to be Keegan Bosshammer. Yeah. Bosshammer with a nice tackle, but going right up the middle there is Dylan Rasmussen. Yeah, Rasmussen, like you said, Randy got the got the football back there about 10, 15 yards and just came right up the middle off that or right to the right side just a little bit. Uh, Keegan Bosshammer did a good job of kind of staying in his lane, but nice return by uh, GICC getting the ball out here to the 40-yard line. By the way, whoever thought of putting silver numbers on <laughs> white jerseys did never never did radio play-by-play. <laughs> Wimhoff will take the snap, throw it off to the right side, a low pass. That's going to be forward. It is incomplete. Lyndon Howe had snuffed that one out. Check that. It wasn't Lyndon Howe 
uh, on the play, but neither uh, Nathan Amato, who sniffed that one out, passes incomplete. That wasn't going to go anywhere anyway. No. Like you said, Amato did a good job. He's on that defensive inside over there, Randy, and just once he saw Wim Hof hold up that ball, he just took off right out to the back of the back out in the backfield there. So Wim Hof again will be in that pistol formation. And standing off to his left there is going to be Steinke. Snap, Wemhoff looking to throw. We'll throw it off on this left side. It's going to be caught and immediately putting him down to the turf there is going to be O'Brien. Yeah, Alex O'Brien had it read just perfect as he caught the football. Uh, you know, Martinez did, did. You know, he caught the football, just turned one step, and there right there was uh, O'Brien to stick him right in the middle of the back there. Nice play by O'Brien. I don't think uh, Martinez wants to see that play called again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Martinez will be in the slot near on the left side of Wemhoff. Also to the left is going to be Steinke. As Wemhoff will call out the signals, gets the snap, looking to throw, steps up, lobs it down the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. Almost intercepted there by Cole Stop. Yeah, Cole did a good job of coming over, Randy, from his safety position. O'Brien was running with him stride by stride for stride, and Cole did a really good job of coming over there and, uh, you know, kind of got the ball knocked out of bounds, but he did a good job of reading that play. So now it's a punting situation coming up here again, and to do the punting will be Will De Perez. Well, it's fourth down. This has been disastrous here in the second half for the Crusaders. We'll see if they get a good snap here. This one does look pure. He'll do the rugby-style punt. It will hit. It will bounce. Staub is uh, giving pursuit, but the Crusaders, oh. <laughs> if Staub picks that up, Staub gets 15 yards. Yeah. But, again, you run the risk of having something bad happen. But De Perez with a nice punt that ends up being downed at about the 10-yard line. Yeah, get, got that you know rugby style out of that, Randy. Got it to get over end over end and roll clear down to the 15-yard line out of that. So good flip of the field for GICC. You know, the last two fourth down plays didn't quite work for him. This one there got him down there to about the 15-yard line. Yeah, it's all or nothing here. Carney Catholic had the ball at GICC's one-yard line. They got it down there at the 17-yard line to start. Now they're at their own 10 or 11-yard line <laughs> yep. here to start their third drive of the second half. Masker with the snap, going to run the option, going to pitch it, and turning the edge and having some room to run here is going to be Gappa. Gappa down the sideline, lost the football, it's loose, and can Carney Catholic pick it up or does Almira have it? I think they're going to call him down at the 40. They're going to say he's down at the 40. That might, I think it's the right call, yeah. but it's also a bit of a break here for Carney Catholic. That'll be a gain of 30 on the play. For Gappa. Yep, just a nice option play out of that. And the Masker pitches it out here to, to Gappa. And they send a guy deep, you know, going deep out of that situation, Randy. And Gappa just outran everybody until he got down here to the 40 yard line. That did this. Everything opened up. They yeah. just kind of lost track of Gappa. They empty the backfield. Masker has it. Trips to the left, two wideouts to the right. Good push on the uh, pass rush. And he'll throw it out here on the right side. And it's going to be complete the calling. Calling makes the catch just short of the first down marker, but we'll call it a gain of 10, and we'll set up now third and very short. Yep, sending two guys out there. They kind of ran a deeper route, and then uh, Trey ran a little bit of an underneath out route on that, and nice connection to, uh, from Matzker to Trey Calling on that play. We're rounding up. It's short of the first down marker, but we're rounding it up to call that a gain of 10. So it's going to be second and inches here for Carney Catholic right at midfield. 
So they can dial something deep if they want to. Rolling out is Masker. Masker is going to lob it out there. He's got a man wide open all by himself is O'Brien. And O'Brien has a 50-yard touchdown. Yep, and they sent a guy you know, out here to the flats, and the guy, Gardner O'Brien, came up on him. They sent a guy deep in the middle there, Randy, and then the two guys just rolled over to him, and then O'Brien was just going right down the numbers right there. And then Matsker connected with O'Brien off that play, and uh, O'Brien takes it in for the touchdown. Nice connection from uh, O'Brien or uh, Matsker to O'Brien on that play. So just that much closer. Thanks to a five points bank touchdown, just that much closer. The all-time Class C1 record with his third touchdown pass of the game. He is one short of the record. The kick on the way through the night sky, and it is good here for Hoagland. So Hoagland adds the extra point, and the Stars now with a 33 to nothing lead with 6.26 to go here in the third quarter. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Stars kicking off the Crusaders. We come back right after this. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. Well, Masker hit Alex O'Brien perfectly in stride. O'Brien all by himself, a 50-yard touchdown, the 65th touchdown pass in the uh, career of Masker. And so, number 11, Matt Masker, two away from uh, tying the all-time Class C1 state record set by Scott Frost. So I'd say it's a... that, that record's not going to last much longer, barring an injury. Yep, definitely. Steena up here for the Stars is going to be Spencer Hoagland. Hoagland has hit the last two extra points here for Carney Catholic. So the freshman will come up, put his foot into it. It's going to be a high kick picked up at about the 20-yard line. And a little bit of uh, room to run on that right side. Trying to slip through there is going to be Steinke. Check that. It will be Perez. The punter doing uh, other special teams efforts, getting the ball across the 40-yard line here. Yep. Like you said, picking it up about the 20-yard line there, Randy. He made the first guy miss about the 30-yard line, and then he got it all the way up here to the 40-yard line. But nice little run for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic on the return there. Getting in, in good field position again. Well, let's see what they can do with it this time. As they've got it first and 10 at the 41, handoff right up the middle to Steinke. Steinke runs through one tackle, pushes the pile forward, and brings it all the way across midfield. That'll be a gain of 11. That's just good, solid, hard running by Blake Steinke. Yep. Like you said, Randy, right about the line of scrimmage, he had a couple people that were right there, but uh, he got, a, got another block out here by one of his receivers and did a, did a good job of just staying behind those guys and, and keeping their feet moving and picking up nine yards on the play. Well, they didn't get the spot that I thought he did. I thought he got more than enough for the first down. They give him only nine on the play, and Wemhoff's going to run right up the middle. Howe is going to make the tackle after he gets across midfield and gets it out to about the 44-yard line. So that will be a five-yard gain here for Wemhoff. Yep, just you know, faking that handoff like he's done a couple times and then runs straight up, up the field there, does Wemhoff. Picks up the first down for Grand Island's Crusaders here. 
Again, the officials had a good game. The only complaint I have about them all game was that spot just a yeah. moment ago on that play. Yeah. And it benefited Carney Catholic. Hand off to Steinke right up the middle. Steinke going to be uh, ridden down as he gets to the line of scrimmage by Tucker Grenai. And Grenai will make the tackle, but it'll be a gain of about uh, two on the play. Yep. Like you said, Tucker did a good job of getting off of his block there uh, and, and making the tackle right there, but uh, gaining about two yards for Grand Island Central Catholic out of that. I didn't realize that Grenai had the line surge that he had, the defensive surge into the backfield. Yeah. I thought that was a gain of four. Then you look at it and go, no, that's a gain of two yep. because Grenai was able to win at the point of attack. Handoff right up the middle. Not much room to run there at all for Martinez. He tries to slip through there. And, by the time Grenai got the tackle made, it was out to the 40-yard line, but it's going to set up now third and six, two two-yard gains here. Yep, Zach Rogers blitzed on that one, and, and he was right back there, Randy, kind of making that play a little bit. Uh, he got off that tackle, but uh, Grenai was right there to make the tackle for a two-yard gain. Four and a half to go here, third quarter. Wemhoff going to keep it. Wemhoff yeah. going to be enveloped, and he is not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. No. Uh, Zach Rogers was right in there on that tackle that time. Uh, Grenai was in there on that tackle, too. And, and you got uh, Clinch and uh, Eli Richter kind of getting in there, too. But nice job up front to get rid of some people, and then the linebackers can just flow. Yeah, middle linebackers and the uh, defensive line all working in unison on that play. And it's going to be now fourth and seven and down 33 to nothing. Crusaders. I would agree with them. Feel like at the 40-yard line, they've got to go for it here. Wemhoff looking to throw, and he's going to throw it to the right side. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to run that little wheel route. I'm not so sure that would have got seven yards. Anyway, but there is a turnover on downs. Both teams had a turnover on downs. Stars had one early in the game, and now the Crusaders with their turnover on downs. And Carney Catholic, good field position here as they have scored the last three times they had the uh, ball. They had a drive of 90 yards, a drive of one yard, and a drive of 17 yards. Yep. Not in that order. Yep. (laughs) Not even close to that order, actually. Yeah, so they're going to have good field position. Is uh, Carney Catholic right here, too, Randy. So see what they can do on their fourth possession of the second half. Tight formation here. Masker looking to throw. He'll get it out to Howe. Howe trying to turn the edge. Puts his head down. He's going to have more than enough for the first down. That'll be a gain of 13 on the play. Yep, just a little dump out route to, to, to Lyndon Howe out there on the outside, Randy, because uh, he had some receivers that kind of ran to the inside, and they just dump it out there to the outside and, and uh, you know, picks up another first down, does Lyndon Howe. That's the second time they run that formation, and Crusaders, it's just been easy pickings. Yep. They have not made the adjustment to that at all. I'm sure we'll see that formation again. Two wideouts to the short side on the left, two, three to the right. Empty backfield for Masker, who takes the snap at the 46-yard line. We'll step up. We'll throw. Well-thrown ball. It's caught down the sideline is Zach Worm, and Worm goes all the way in for a touchdown. 46 yards, a beautifully thrown ball, and Zachary Worm with his first career touchdown. Yeah, just going down the sideline here, Zach Worm did a great job, Randy catching the football one guy was right there when he caught it and he did a great job of making him miss and then uh racing into the end zone for uh carney catholic on that so right now masker connected for another play but as carney catholic starts to see a lot of things a lot of more people are starting to come in and then playing some different positions too well we'll have a running clock after the extra point here and so another attempt here 
And the uh, kick on that left side by Hoagland is good. (laughs) And that one to me looked like he missed it. But in any event, Hoagland punches in the extra point, and it's 40 to nothing with 321 to go here after the five points bank touchdown. The Zach Worm from Asker. Stars with a 40-nil lead. We're back after this. Daniel the Deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage. A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car. And the car was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this bum. is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in And Kearney. welcome back here. Carney Catholic now with a 40 to nothing lead. Matt Masker has thrown three touchdown passes tonight. Heading into this evening, he had thrown 63. That is 66 on the career. The Class C-1 state record set by a guy that won a national championship and is a Division I coach and had a pro career as well, Scott Frost from Wood River. He threw 67 in his high school career, so Basker is one away from tying, and I don't think it'll happen tonight. High kick here by uh, Hoagland is going to be dropped at about the uh, 15-yard line, and... uh, Trying to get to the edge on that right side there is going to be D. Perez. And Perez, yeah. nice knee. As, as, as messed up as the beginning of that was, yeah. was able to kind of find a little seam and uh, made a nice little return out of it, getting it across the 30-yard line. He did, Randy, you know, because it could have been, you know, because he dropped the football and then picked it up. And there was a few guys getting down there at that point. But he did a good job of getting out to the outside on that right side, you know, and getting a decent return out of him because it could have been back here about the 15-yard line very, very easily. Well, when they set this ready for play, we'll have that running clock, and about the only time we'll uh, stop it is for extra points. They haven't given the indication to start the clock yet, but they should have. And now it will start, handoff right up the middle. And not much room to run there at all for the uh, running back, Steinke. Yep, and uh, trying to get to go, going right up the middle uh, against him. Uh, Nate Namato's in there, and uh, he shed his ta- his blocker that time. Randy was right in there to make that tackle to him and him and Zach Rogers uh, from his linebacker position. Actually, it was Perez who had the uh, carry for one yard here. Wim off out of the pistol. A little bit of confusion out there. Gets it out here to Myra. Uh, Myra makes one man miss, and then they're going to envelop him at about the 38-yard line, so that'll be a gain of about eight on the play. Yep. He made, like you said, Randy, you know, got it out here to Amira. He just he made one guy miss, and then there was a couple guys right there. Zach Worm came up there. Uh, Jason Seitz was coming up there and making the tackle for Carney Catholic. Well, they're just about a yard short of the first down, so it'll be third and one for Wemhoff. Out of the pistol, a little bit of movement, but they don't blow the whistle, and well, he doesn't get anywhere. In fact, uh-huh. he didn't get back to the line of scrimmage. Keegan Bosshammer doesn't play like a freshman at no. <laughs> 6'2". Doesn't look like a freshman either, but he made the tackle. That's going to be a loss on the play, and it's going to be now fourth and about three. Yep, Keegan did a good job of getting right in there on that uh, as they tried to run that little quarterback draw type, type action out of that, and Keegan was right there to make the tackle. In punt formation, we'll see whether or not they actually do it. will be Will D. Perez. And we'll see if they fake it here, but Perez will do the rugby-style kick, and there'll be a little pooch. It's going to bounce as they kick it away from him. 
And uh, it will be down there by the uh, Crusaders. Tracking it down there is going to be Dylan Rasmussen. There is a flag on the play. So we'll see what the deal is with that. Five-yard penalty on Carney Catholic. It's just a sideline warning on Carney Catholic. Sideline warning against the Carney Catholic Stars. Okay. <laughs> well, so the chain gang's going to hustle down, get in uh, position here for a first down. Our chain gang moving the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you. If you're stranded on the side of the road, no matter where you are, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair, who also is the sponsor of the broadcast booth. So, you know, nice little rugby-style punt out of that situation, Randy. Got him down here about the 20, 21, 22-yard line for uh, Carney Catholic to take over here. On downs. It is the third quarter. Masker still in the game here. With that running clock, stars up 40 to nothing. Masker will put a man in motion. That's calling. There's a flag down. They're going to blow this one dead. So that's going to be on the offense. Don't forget the Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill coming up at the conclusion of the game over in Gibbon where Doug's got the call. And the last report, Gibbon now is laying the wood to Minden. They lead it now 31-7 to at home against Minden. Again, that's over on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. So five-yard penalty, make it first and 15 here. Hand off right up the middle. Not much room to go there at all for Carney Cavling. That lineup, I couldn't see if that was a seven or a two. Was that Gappa? Oh, it was Murs. Yep, 24. Yep, Matthew Murs. Well, that's another two option. eh? Yep. (laughs) So they're just kind of running some people. Jacob Tucker's now in there, and Trey Calling comes off. So they got a lot of the the subs in there, you know, for Kearney Catholic as far as the skill positions are going for right now for Kearney Catholic. And they may or may not get this off in time. Nope. And they're not going to get it off in time. So that is the end of the third quarter. And Carney Catholic will head to the fourth with a 40 to nothing lead and a running clock here against Grand Island Central Catholic. We'll take a timeout. We're back right after this. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Trust an electrical contractor that's been in Kearney since 1947, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. With several certified electricians on staff, one of them can always make it to your call quickly. If you need some minor electrical assistance, don't be afraid to call. They'll be there to keep the lights on. Having a large resource of manpower, equipment, and experience means that no matter what you need, they can deliver. Call Anderson Brothers and Kearney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Well, we're in the broadcast booth brought to you by Kearney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here bringing you the play-by-play. Kearney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing you our vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. 
And in at quarterback for the Stars is Heinrich Harburg, the six-foot-tall freshman at quarterback. And he's going to roll out to his right. He's looking to throw. He steps up. He throws. He's got a man out there. And it is going to be incomplete. Pretty good coverage on that far side as he was trying to connect with, uh, I think that was Nate Bruggeman. Yep. Yep. Nate Bruggeman going down that sideline on that. And uh, Harburg's just rolling out to the side. Heinrich is. And he's looking to go deep on that. And uh, good coverage by uh, Grand Island Central Catholic because Heinrich threw that ball in, in, in about the spot that he needed to also on that. Again, that's pretty accurate for uh, a freshman, a freshman rolling out. out. Yep. But that's you've you got to throw on the run if you're going to play quarterback at Carnegie Catholic because yep. that's a lot of what they do. So two wideouts to the right here for Harburg. Two to his left. So the freshman calls out the signals. Harburg will put a man in motion, and they'll hand it off to him on the jet sweep. That's Spencer Hilker, and the freshman trying to get the edge can't. So that's going to set up now fourth down here for the Stars as they lose about five on the play. Yep, trying to earn that jet sweep to uh, Spencer going to that right side. Um, they did a good job uh, shedding the blocks up front by Grand Island Central Catholic and making the tackle out there for a loss. It'll bring up fourth down here for Carney Catholic. So we'll see what they do here punt-wise. It will be calling. A lot of times you have your regular punt team in in this situation just so things don't blow up in your face. And there is a flag down. Ball is at the 10-yard line. So if it's on Carney Catholic, that would be half the distance. And it's a legal substitution on Carney Catholic. Illegal substitution against the Stars. Oh, that will be half the distance. Now you're at the five-yard line. You don't get to take your full drop. Yep. So I looked. I looked out there. I'm going. Okay, that's 12 guys that we had that Carney Catholic had. So one of them had to come off here. Now, <laughs> and that happened a little bit too late. Yeah. Dylan Rasmussen is standing at the 40-yard line, awaiting the punt here from Calling. Good snap. Calling going to rugby it. It's going to hit the turf, and you're going to try to get the forward roll, and he will get a little bit of a roll. It'll go all the way out to the 40-yard line, so that'll be a 35-yard net punt with no return. Yep. So, but there is a flag down. I don't see the flag. They're stopping action here. Right here at the 40, down here at the probably huh. a sideline warning or something. Well, there won't be a warning now. Yep. It'll be a sideline infraction. That's their second one, so I believe that gets them the penalty, right? Yep. Yep, I think so. Don't see it very often. No, you don't. You don't. But, hey, you've been warned, right? Yep, exactly. So they do stop the clock to deal with uh, infractions. So clock is stopped here with Carney Catholic leading at 40 to nothing with 10-17 to go. And that's a five-yard penalty. So first and ten from the 35 for the Crusaders. And they hand off right up the middle as they change quarterbacks in there as well. And I think running the football is Miles Rarusha. Yep, just taking up right, that number five. Number, yep, looked like that on that side. I. I had about numbers. a 12-yard gain. Yep, nice little run, you know, getting a good line surge out of that 
Some good push up front and, uh, you know, taking off with it to that left side and making a good, good chunk of yards there, Randy. Again, playing quarterback here is going to be Russell Martinez. Martinez will hand it off on that left side and trying to bully his way through there is going to be Jonah Bales. And Bales, been hurt, hasn't played a whole lot, but he's in there now. He was listed as a starter, but that's his first carry of the game. And he's going to gain about three. Yep. Zach Rogers came up from his linebacker. Nathan Amato was in on that, too, on that play there for uh, Carney Catholic. But just taking it straight ahead and getting up, you know, picking up about two yards on the play. 9-12 to go here in the fourth quarter. Handoff on the left side. And, uh, boy, they were in there yeah. very quick was Carney Catholic. They got the ball to uh, Steinke, and Steinke yeah. had nowhere to go. No, Michael Machard was in there. Keegan Boss Hammer was in there real quick on that play. Uh, they just kind of locked up on the receivers out here, Randy, and they, they sent a lot of people at them, did Carney Catholic, on that play. Well, they gained two, and then they lost two. So it's now going to be third and ten here. And in that running back here is going to be Bales. And they'll uh, hand it off to Bales, going right up the middle. A good hard hit there, and he's going to bring it to about the 10-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about 13, and that'll move the chains. Yep, just taking it straight ahead. Uh, Carney Catholic brought a lot of people, but they kind of Not in the right hole, Right though. spot, yep. They kind of went out to the outside, and he went right up the middle on that and uh, picked up a good chunk of yards for Grand Island Central Catholic there, Randy. Well, they changed quarterbacks, but just about everybody else is uh, the regulars here for GICC as they get it to Bales again. Bales, good hard run, ball. loses the ball. It's picked up by Carney Catholic in the end zone. He's going to be tackled in the end zone, but that should be a touchback if they call that a, f- uh, a fumble. They might call him down. Yep, I think it's, yep, that's what they're doing. They're signaling second down on the sideline over there. It's second down. Yep. So second and goal. The fumble was recovered by Brueggemann. And now we've got it uh, second and very short here near the goal line. And off the Bales. Bales tucks in underneath. And there's the touchdown. Yep, just a nice you know, quick handoff up the middle. And uh, the fullback just went right up the middle there and followed his blockers, picked up the touchdown for Grand Island Central Catholic to get on the scoreboard here, Randy. 7.23 here to go in the, in the fourth quarter. Uh, so, you know, GICC will line up for the extra point right here. So Bales with the touchdown. And now for the uh, extra point will be Stoles. Kick by Stoles. Good, strong, high kick. It is good. And it's now 40-7. to seven. With 7.23 to go here in the fourth quarter, we'll be back to the regular clock rules after the five points bank touchdown by Bales to make it 40-7. to Carney Catholic still in control, and they'll get the kickoff. We come back after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? 
That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. 7.23 to go here, fourth quarter after the touchdown. Stoles will tee it up here for Grand Island Central Catholic, but the Stars still with a 40-7 lead. Stab and uh, calling back deep here for Carney Catholic. And they're going to try the onside kick. It goes off of one of Carney Catholic's players. It is down the sideline, and they're going to say GICC has it. I'm not so sure because I thought that the uh, guy that recovered was out of bounds. Yeah, they're going to no. give it to Carney. They're going to give it to GICC. Yeah. So <laughs> it was touched by one of the upbacks. Yep, it was. And that doesn't matter because no. it covered more than ten yards. Yeah. Didn't it? It didn't matter. But that was a pretty good uh, onside kick there by Diedrich. Yeah, it was. Stoll's got the bounce he wanted. He did. He did. He got a nice bounce out of that situation. Got All I'm saying up. is when the defender, when the Crusader dived on it, his right leg was out, out of bounds. Yep. Yep. Yep, I agree, Randy. In any event, a little break for the Crusaders, who are still down by 33 with 7.14 to go here in the fourth quarter. So out of the pistol. I'll hand it off to one of the upbacks right up the middle. And that's Tanner Turek, a freshman running back. Zach Rogers, I believe. And Rogers with another tackle, yeah. Gain of about one on the play. Yep, and just a nice job, you know, Zach, you know, flowing in there and, and, and getting the tackle off that. Uh, you know, making a nice read out of the play, Randy, and just stepping right up in that hole and making a nice tackle for Zach Rogers. So Martinez at quarterback is running back now is a freshman, Tanner Turek. Again, GICC's not trying to win the game, that onside kick. Just they wanted to play a little bit more offense. Yep. And they're going to throw it out here to Myra Elmira, and he's going to drop it. Yep. Just, get, you know, trying to get that football out to Elmira. And, uh, you know, nice job, you know, getting up there, you know, for Carney Catholic, too. You know, uh, they could get right up there. I think it was Caleb Handy and those guys were getting right out there. Austin Krishner are out there playing, you know, and uh, they're right out there, you know, trying to make that tackle also. So nice, nice play by getting up there by those some of those younger guys for Carney Catholic. So Martinez passes incomplete. He'll be out of the pistol again, gets the snap. There's a lot of leaning back there. Martinez is going to throw it to the left side looking for Almira. It's going to be incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he was trying to get to, that ball out there to Almira on that out, deep out on that side over there. Uh, got a little bit of pressure uh, up front from Carney Catholic. Some of their guys up front got, got loose and uh, got the ball or got pressure on him before he could throw it and get set, Randy. Minden's making a nice comeback, but Gibbons still leads 31-22 in the fourth quarter over on Classic Hits 98-9. Dietrich Stoles is going to try what appears to be about a 53-yard field goal attempt. Kick is down. It is on the way, and it is just short. Well, he hit a 46-yarder last week. Might as well go for it here. Really no wind factor one way or another. 
And in high school, there's another reason why you might as well try that yep. because you never ball know. goes out to the 20. Yep. As soon as the ball goes in the end zone, it's a done deal, and it's a touchback. Yep. And, he, you know, he like you said, he, he made a 46-yarder, I think you said, last week, yep. Randy. Yep. So, you know, it's one of those. You might as well try it. You never know when you're going to need that down the road on these situations. Like you said, when the ball goes into the end zone out of that situation or goes out of the end zone, it's at the 20-yard line anyway. So, so Stoles tries the 53-yarder, and it's short. Would have been good from about 46. Yep. Now at quarterback for Carney Catholic will be Samson David, another freshman quarterback. And David, everybody runs around him. Nobody took the football from him, and he ends up getting sacked. Yeah, I think he was faking that handoff. He was going to give that ball to the, to the running back coming in there, but uh, didn't quite get it to him. And then by the time he looked up after that, there was a guy right there for GICC to make the tackle on that. That'll be a loss of five on the play. Starting to run out of places to put stats. So many different guys have either caught, thrown, or ran with the football. Change of quarterback again. Now a little draw here by Camden Schwarz. And Schwarz goes right up the middle. Doesn't have much room to run there at all. As the uh, tackle by the Crusaders, I believe that was uh, Caden Cornelius. Yep. And uh, like Herbeck was in there on that play too. Randy shedding his blocker and getting in there on that play. But, uh, you know, Schwartz just didn't have much of a play uh, or running room out of that. So, Carney Catholic's going to take a little bit of a timeout here. Well, they got four yards out of the play anyway. Yeah. So, it uh, was a lot better than it kind of looked out. They take a timeout on the field, and we'll take this opportunity to say that the stations of Platte River Radio are taking timeout November 16th to raise $10,000 for Team Jack and Pediatric Brain Cancer Research. Stay with us to find out more as the big day of November 16th comes just a little bit closer. We'll take a timeout here. Stars with a 40-7 lead with 5.15 to go in the fourth. We come back after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And back here to Miles Field. Carney Catholic with a 40-7 lead, 5.15 to go here in the fourth quarter. Don't forget our Friday night scoreboard show over on Classic Hits 98.9, brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. And if you're in another game and like, we'd love to get your score update, you can call or text those updates to area code 308-646-0506. Pass up the middle here for Carney Catholic. It's going to be complete and running free. Here are the Stars. They're going to have more than enough for the first down there at midfield. And driving hard with the football after being hit perfectly in stride is going to be Cale Conrad. And the freshman yep. brings it across midfield and is going to be down at the 43-yard line. Yep, just a nice play design there, Randy O. They're bringing a lot of pressure and a lot of heat, and, and uh, they just set that up perfect. Kale Conrad did a good job of floating out there to that right side. Got a got a good block right off the bat, and then just took off down the field. So nice play design by Carney Catholic. Well, and a good a good ball delivery there by Camden Schwartz as yep. well. Yep. So Schwartz is able to hit number 42 for a 42 yard gain. Nice play there by Kale Conrad. Schwartz now is going to roll to his right, look to throw. He's going to throw the ball deep, and it's going to fall incomplete. 
Yep. Look, I think he was looking out there for uh, number 80, Nat Luther, on that right side, trying to go down that sideline there, rolling out to the side there, trying to you know pick him, uh, get get that ball to him. Now, Carney Catholic's got a full group of people coming in here for some substitutes. I think Heinrich's back in there at quarterback right now, going to be back in there. So Schwarz is out, Heinrich is in, and uh, there's going to be an illegal substitution here. On Carney Catholic, <laughs> Coach Harvey's like going, "Come on, man, we're, you know, we're trying to get everybody into the game that we can." Yeah, <laughs> you know, we got, I got nine freshmen going in, nine freshmen going out. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> gonna forget to do something. Yep. <laughs> and you know, to a great extent, that's true. Yeah, uh, exactly. rules are rules. You got to do what you do, but to a great extent, that's true. Yep. So it'll be second and fifteen here. And Harburg looking at his wristband, puts his leg up, which means somebody should be coming in motion, and nobody's moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're content where we are, and I think we got delay again. Nope, I got timeout. <laughs> you know, that was about three or four people starting to look at their wristbands. Was it me or you? Or <laughs> well, it's a teachable moment here. Yep, exactly. For Coach exactly. Harvey, so he calls the timeout. 4.41 to go in the fourth. Stars in control here. 40-7 to seven with 4.41 to go. And they'll have it now, second and 15. We come back after this. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. And welcome back here. It's one of the things I love about high school football. They got a bunch of freshmen out there. They made it, you know, things didn't go the way they wanted to. Teach them. They're going to learn. In three years, those guys will have this down and they'll look good. Yep. And you can kind of look back on these moments. This is a a growth opportunity. Yep, exactly right there, Andy. So it's going to be second and 15. Now they come across in motion. And there's movement up front. (laughs) But I think maybe GICC might have gone into the neutral zone first. Yep, they might have. The the officials are huddling up to discuss that very thing. And the decision by the White Hat is it was GICC who committed the infraction. Yep, they got him in there to, you know, into that neutral zone. And then Carney Catholic jumped off. But uh, was, Well, after you was, get hit, you stand up. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what happened to the offensive lineman for Carney Catholic. All right, our third attempt to run this play. It'll be second and ten. Man coming across the motion. Harburg will fake the handoff, look in the throw. No, he actually handed it off to the second guy. Good ball handling there Murr's by the that. freshman. And Murs goes right up the middle, and he's going to have a nice gain of about five. Yep. He faked that the jet sweep action coming out there to this outside and then gave that ball up to Mers going up the middle out of that. And a nice little gain for uh, Mers going up the, up the middle on the right side there. So Mers with his second carry, he's got seven yards now after a gain of five on this play. And it will now set up third and about five. And there's flags all over the place. Yeah, it'll be another illegal substitution. So, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, like you said, you're trying to get so many people in and out. And, And, you know, they've only had the one JV game so far, you know. So 
getting all this stuff organized, it takes a little bit of time. It does. It does. So it's going to be now third and ten. Low snap. Harburg handles it pretty well, trying to scramble out now. He rolls to his left. He's going to go. He cuts back to the inside, makes one man miss, gets pushed from behind, brings it out to about the 38-yard line. So he'll gain about six, but he's still going to need about five. Yep. And looked like he's trying to set up that little screen action to that right side, and uh, GICC had that well designed and sniffed out, Randy. So Harp, uh, Heinrich had to just come running to this left side, and uh, it's going to bring up the uh, fourth and about four here for Carney Catholic. Fourth and four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Different stars <laughs> have carried the football tonight. I don't have ten slots on my thing here. <laughs> Low snap, quick oh, handoff. Oh. It's on the ground. Carney Catholic's going to turn the ball over one way or another here, either on downs or if uh, the uh, Crusaders fall on it. One of the Conrad with the recovery, but it will belong here to GICC. Yep, so turnover on downs here for Carney Catholic. So GICC will get the football here about the 41 yard line for them. 314 here to go in the fourth quarter. Now the defensive coaches yep. for Carney Catholic. <laughs> Scrambling to make sure they get the right people out there in the right places to get everybody a shot here. And about two or three of them are counting. Okay, we got 11. Yep. Nope, now he's in one more. <laughs> now you're counting noses, and yeah. I think we get to 11. So at quarterback again here was going to be Martinez for the Crusaders. Martinez out of the pistol, gets the uh, snap. He's going to hand it off on that left side. Turek going to be roped down. Uh, first one there is Seth Moore leading the tackle. He was yep. able to kind of grab him and gain about three on the play. Yep, nice job there by Seth Moore and uh, Logan O'Brien on that right side there too. And getting the, now we got a timeout for timeout. equipment here for the officials as they're working on some of the equipment. Of up front there, yep. Well, the freshmen don't get the best equipment. Yeah. <laughs> so it might have come unsnapped. And 2.55 to go here, fourth quarter. It's 40-7. to seven. You know, I kind of miss seeing this because it has been taken out a little bit because of the running clock rule. Yeah. You don't – these young guys who practice so hard don't get that many opportunities. So it's, it's kind of yeah. nice to see. It is. It is really – Martinez with the throw on the right side, well thrown, and uh, catching it in stride there is Braden Wenzel, and Wenzel puts his head down, and he's going to run down the right sideline, and number 21 is going to be tackled by number 21, Clay uh, Gill. Yep. Clay got out there. He was trying to get out here as they ran a slant-in route on that too, Randy. He was trying to get out here. He got mixed up a little bit, but he got out here enough to make the tackle, uh, but before that, uh, GICC got the first down. Two and a half to go. Martinez out of the pistol. He's going to keep it himself. He finds a runs off tackle on that left side. He's going to have more than enough for a first down. Gains about 15 on the play. Now, again, Martinez, he's pretty quick. Yes. You know, he's he'll, he's their starting uh, running back, so he's got the ability to run the football pretty effectively, mm-hmm. and he does so there, gaining 15 yards. Yeah, and as he's come in here, you know, Randy, too, for the quarterback position as a freshman, He's just trying to, you know, see what they can get out of these uh, JV players also. But nice run by Martinez there, a nice hard run by Martinez. 
Yeah. And here he'll actually hand it off. And, boy, Carney Catholic <laughs> right diagnosed there. that one very effectively. Ben Holman right there leading the way for the Stars. That's going to be a loss on the play, I believe. Yeah. And, like you said, nice job by Ben Holman you know, getting off that uh, tackle or off the uh, block and uh, making a, a nice play. You got a holding call. They're going to call it. Yep. Decline it. Let Holman have the stat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's going, no. <laughs> no, decline it. I want the stat. That's a tackle. <laughs> you know, the smart football is to take the penalty. Sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and that's, that's what they're going to do. Stops the clock with 2.06 to go. Once they get it ready for play, though, and clock will get going. Now make it now. First and 20. Martinez out of the pistol. Takes the snap. He's looking to throw. Pump fake. He's going to throw it deep. It's a high floater out there, and it's going to be caught for the first down. Yep. And, you know, I think that's Zach Cloud who made the catch. Yep, exactly. You know, as they kind of threw that one up, Nat Luther had good position right there. And uh, Cloud just turned around and, and uh, got the football. It was going to be a first down for uh, Crusaders here about the 20-yard line. Now that's a pass. That's a gain of about 20, 21 yards. That moves the sticks, and they're out of bounds. So it will stop the clock with a minute 53 to go. Martinez looking to throw. Rolling to his left, pressure coming from the backside. He's going to tuck and go, get what he can on that far sideline. We'll see where he stepped out of bounds. He gained three or four. And it will stop the clock. Yep, and just so Martinez gained a four. Yep, he looked to, looked to go uh, to the outside on that with the uh, receiver about a 10-yard out, but that was covered, so he took off with it on that left side, Randy, and gained a little bit on the play. Well, Martinez isn't careful. He might be the leading rusher in the game. Not much of a gain on this play here. Is on second down, they gain only about one right up the middle. Yep, and just uh, just kind of watching everybody over here by the by the coaches, you know, trying to work their way into the game. Here comes Nat Luther back in. You know, other people are going to be coming, rotating out, and uh, it's just kind of neat to see you know them get these these reps out here. Like you said, they've practiced just like everybody else. It's nice to see him get out here and get some reps in. So third and four, Martinez at quarterback. Now we're on the option. He's going to take it out of the running back's belly. Slips through, makes a couple of guys miss, bounces to the outside. He dives toward the goal line. He is awfully close to getting into the end zone. That's a solid gain there for Martinez. And they're going to mark him short, I believe. Yeah, I think so too, Randy. He did a good, really good job because right at the point of attack, there was about three or four stars. He slipped through those guys and got to the outside, and it's going to bring up first and goal for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic. And he had a little bit of uh, confusion there with Will De Perez. And a little spin move there is not going to be enough for Martinez, who lost the ball, but I think he lost it after forward progress was stopped. Yeah. Yeah. The officials concur. So Martinez, no grain on the play. Yeah, right up the gut there. And then there's, you know, like you said, Randy, there's about three or four guys from Carney Catholic just right there to, to make up the tackle here. Well, they lost about four on the play. And so Martinez at quarterback, looking to throw, looking to throw, rolling. Could run if he wants to, throws it in underneath. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. Yep, just he, he bought time, Randy. He's kind of looking, 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 and then he rolled out just a little bit to the left there. 
Uh, found his receiver just in the corner of the end zone there and threw it to him for a nice little play for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic. And, you know, I was looking through binoculars, and I'm not sure who caught it. I think it was Tristan Schulte. Yeah, I number can't. 87. Yeah. Well, you put silver numbers yep. on a white jersey <laughs> and put them in the far corner. <laughs> we're going to do the best we can. But Martinez yep. with the touchdown pass, and we're going to give it to Schulte. That now makes it 40 to 13. And a uh, little bit of uh, work on the snap. That was a tough uh, spot there. And the extra point is uh, no good here for Stoltz. Wasn't the kicker's fault. Nope. They did the best they could, and the extra point is no good. 23 seconds to go here in the football game. Crusaders score a five-point bank touchdown, but Carney Catholic still leads it here. 40-13, to 13, and we'll have the kickoff right after this. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, 40 to 13, 13 straight points here. For the uh, Crusaders, after the Stars got the uh, running clock in the third quarter. And so they've been able to uh, scratch their way through it. Last time they kicked off, uh, Dietrich Stoltz had a pretty good onside kick. Carney Catholic is uh, preparing for that possibility here. As a lot of the uh, regulars out there, you know, Kaiser, Gappa, some of those guys calling. The hands team is out there for Carney Catholic. And uh, Stoltz is teeing it up here again. He's not normally the guy that kicks it off, and he's going to squib it. And it's going to be picked up by Carney Catholic without many blockers, so we'll see what they can get here. And I think running with the ball, there is uh, Mertz. No, Christian Richter. Christian Richter picked it up. Yep, 54. Yep. <laughs> guy, guy back deep is 54. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure, why not? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, guy with the center number. Yeah, he's on the hands <laughs> team. <laughs> he's a guy deep on the hands team. Anyway, I, I love it with a guy with a number higher than 49 and gets to have a kickoff, kickoff return. Turn. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so this more than likely the final play of the game starts with the 40 to 13 lead. And uh, Stars are going to be in the victory formation. And they're going to snap. They're going to kneel on it. And Heinrich Harburg will end the game by kneeling on the football. And there's now five seconds left on a moving clock. Stars are going to hold on for a 40-13 win. They will now move to 2-0 on the season. They travel to Ogallala next week to uh, take on the Indians, a game that you'll be able to hear right here on ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, Grand Island Central Catholic, just this tough schedule where they uh, played uh, number three O'Neal last week, number four Carney Catholic this week. Now they travel to number one Aquinas Catholic. Uh, So they play three of the top four teams in the state the first three games of the year as they fall now to O and uh, 
5-2 on the season. And Carney Catholic, second half, got the short field a couple of times and really blew this one open early in the third quarter. Yeah. You know, when it's 13 nothing, you know, going into the halftime there, Randy, you know, we said some things at half that, you know, some things were going to have to happen for Grand Island Central Catholic. And the problem was that, uh, you know, things that happened for Grand Island Central Catholic were some things that went bad for them. And, uh, you know, those those situations happened for them where it just kind of turned everything for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic and things for Kearney Catholic went their way. Uh, two fourth down plays for Grand Island Central Catholic that Kearney Catholic got on the football and uh, turned them into touchdowns the next uh, few plays that they had. So all of a sudden a 13 nothing uh, lead for Kearney Catholic, you know, went to a 26-27 nothing lead. And uh, so from there on, it just went for Carney. You can see the air go out of the balloon there for the Crusaders as well. So, uh, again, Carney Catholic uh, pushes this thing open in the early stages of the third quarter. They hold on here, 40 to 13. And, again, three touchdown passes for Matt Masker. That gives him 66 in his career. The C1 record by Scott Frost is 67. So that record for Mr. Coach Frost will last for at least one more week as the Stars travel to Ogallala next week. Would it have been nice to have it here on this field, but yep. I, it, it will, it, barring injury, it yep. will fall. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you family physical therapy and sports center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life family physical therapy and sports center excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game locations serving Kearney Lexington Minden Ravana and Wood River in the fall, sports vary like autumn leaves. Football, volleyball, softball, cross country, boys tennis, girls golf, and TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney remains the go-to place for equipment and apparel. After all, the equipment combined with practice and effort equals championship play. Get the equipment, get the apparel, get the win. At TM Sporting Goods on the bricks in downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods is a division of protein design. And welcome back here to Miles Field. Carney Catholic with a 40-13 to 13 win over Grand Island Central Catholic. And you are listening to the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll remind you that the uh, Friday night scoreboard show will be uh, coming up uh, at the conclusion of the game over on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. Given now has pushed the lead back out against Minden. The uh, uh, Buffaloes with a 38-15 to 15 lead over Minden over on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. When that game wraps up, that is when we'll have the uh, Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Sports Bar 
and Grill. A reminder for you, if you're coming back listening to us and you've been at another game, we'd love to get the score from you. It's an update of the game that you're at. Call or text those updates to area code 308-646-0506. Don't do it while you're driving. Have somebody else in the car do it. Please be safe about this, but it is area code 308 646 0506, and we'll add it to our live football scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com. By the way, that's a great site to watch while you're at other games. Have it on your smartphone. Great way to get those updates of uh, scores as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And of course, if you're at another game or be a little bit delayed if you're actually in person. But, of course, you can listen to our Internet streaming of our games at Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com. All that is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. Well, here uh, the Stars, as we mentioned, were able to build that lead in the third quarter. They led 13 nothing at halftime. Let's get you all the uh, scoring recap for you here real quick. Kearney Catholic got on the board first. Stars wanted to... Throw some touchdown passes, maybe even get Masker the record tonight. But uh, on a pass play, Masker couldn't find anybody to throw to, so he ran it in from three yards out. And with a minute nine left to go in the first quarter, Carney Catholic with a seven to nothing lead. Then Masker was able to hit Lyndon Howe on a four yard touchdown pass with 412 to go in the second. Extra point was no good. It was 13 to nothing. That play that touchdown was set up after Jake Gappa got a 73 yard uh, pass from Masker to set it up at the one yard line. Next time Carney Catholic got on the board was after GICC took the second half kickoff. They had a bad snap on fourth. They had a sack and then a bad snap on the punt. The punter fell on the ball at the one yard line. One play later, Jake Gappa goes in for the uh, one yard run. It's 19 to nothing. Stars at that point. Very next drive, another three and out. This time they were going to try a quick kick, it would appear, but the snap went through the punter slash quarterback's hand and uh, set things up at the 17-yard line. Lyndon Howe then was able to run in from five yards out a few plays later. That made it 26 to nothing. And then later on in the uh, third quarter, Masker with a 50-yard touchdown pass to Alex O'Brien. That made it 33 to nothing. Then later, Masker hit uh, Zach Worm, First career touchdown pass for Worm. He goes in from 46 yards out. That made it 40 to nothing. They had the running clock. They shut the running clock off with uh, 3.23 to go in the fourth quarter when Russell Martinez was able to uh, throw a uh, touchdown pass to uh, Zach Cloud. And uh, the Crusaders then tack on a, uh, uh, another touchdown. And uh, your final in this one was 40 to 13 as the Stars now 2 and 0. Crusaders now 0 and 2 on the season. Well, and like you said, Randy, you know, it doesn't get any easier for the Crusaders as they, they'll travel to David City Aquinas next week. You know, they go, they play O'Neill first week, Carney Catholic the second week, and then David City Aquinas next week. Uh, it's just tough. Three top four teams to start yeah. the season. And it's, just, and it's tough to get, get some things going when you're, you're playing that caliber of teams, uh, you know, every week. Uh, for Grand Island Central Catholic. And, and, you know, they did some good things out here in the first half. They moved the football a little bit against Kearney Catholic, but would shoot themselves in the foot on those things. And you just can't do that against really good teams, uh, you know, if you want to try to get some momentum built out of those situations out of that. But, uh, you know, Grand Island Central Catholic's got a lot of young kids, uh, you know, out there. They they rotate some freshmen in there on on the offense and defense and stuff. So they got some young kids that – or, you know, down the road, they could be very, very good as they uh, keep moving on down, uh, down the road here. But, uh, you 
know, the big thing is for them to, you know, start to start to build some things and start to get some things going, um, whether or not it's just, you know, moving the football, uh, you know, having some confidence in themselves. And it's like I told you, it's tough when you play, you know, top four uh, team, uh, you know, at week in, week out to get those things kind of going. And you just hope that no injuries happens out of those things. So maybe later on down the road with it, where they go against some teams that they might be able to, uh, you know, do some damage against. But, you know, you guys got to hope for no injuries uh, for, for anybody out there on the court, on the field. But, you know, uh, Grand Island Central Catholic playing those types of teams, that's that's just difficult, you know, with that type of a schedule to, to uh, come out of this, uh, you know, um, these three games like this. Um, and, you know, they got one more next week going to uh, David City Aquinas. And, uh, you know, they got to see, you know, uh, you know, step up and, and meet the, that challenge next week. You know, Carney Catholic, they thought, got things going here in the second half. Um, you know, but they had some turnovers from uh, Grand Island Central Catholic that, you know, kind of aided in those, uh, you know, movements of, of for Carney Catholic. But then as they scored a couple of those, you know, first two drives, that they only had a one-yard and a 17-yard drive. But then you could see them, you know, start to get a little pep in their step also. And uh, some things clicked for Carney Catholic also. So it is also nice to see some other guys uh, put up some uh, some interesting numbers. Yeah. Uh, Kale Conrad had a 42-yard uh, reception yep. as a, as a, just a freshman for Carney Catholic. Uh, Zach Worm had a 46-yard touchdown catch. I think that yep. might be his first career catch. Yeah, and think, uh, yeah. he goes in for the touchdown, so that's kind of nice. Masker with three touchdown uh, throws on the night. So, again, he's one short of tying the uh, state record in Class C1. And, and, again, that little flurry to begin the third quarter, they dominated the first two and a half minutes, scored as many points in the first two and a half minutes of the second half than yep. they had the entire first half. And the Stars uh, doubled their lead out to 26 nothing, And then they, they tack on two more touchdowns, get that running clock, and the Stars uh, control this one, a final of uh, 40 to 13. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll talk with uh, Coach Harvey after his Stars moved to 2-0 and on the season thanks to a 40-13 to win over Grand Island Central Catholic. And we'll talk with the coach right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. 
And welcome back here to Carney uh, Catholic here at uh, Miles Field. The Stars win this one by a final of 40-13 to 13 over Grand Island Central Catholic. Kind enough to join us to talk about the uh, game here is Coach Harvey. And, Coach, you were really kind of singing the praises of Grand Island Central Catholic and how well and how tough they played in the first half against you guys. You know, we watched them on film uh, playing O'Neill, and from week one to week two, you know, GICC, you know, improved dramatically. And, you know, we saw on film that they played hard, they played fast, they were physical, and in person, it is absolutely true. And so they smacked us in the mouth in the first half. And so our kids didn't respond very well immediately, but we made the proper adjustments, and our kids came out and responded in the second half. And that's what Randy and I were kind of talking about uh, in the second half. Was, uh, you know, in the second half, we kind of talked about how, you know, you guys made look like you made some adjustments, and then our our kids had a little more pep in their step. Mm-hmm. It looked like in the second half. Yeah, yeah, we had a little nice little halftime pep talk a little bit about, you know, manning up a little bit because basically they were coming out. We had five offensive linemen, and they sent five on five, and they were coming out, and they were just pound, punching us in the mouth, and we, and it was like a <laughs> old boxing matches, man. They were just pounding us, right? And we finally decided to counter punch a little bit, and. Um, we even had to make some adjustments on the outside. We weren't getting off the, the cover one and cover zero very well in the in the first half. So we made some adjustments in the second half, and kids responded well and, and got open. And I think we threw three touchdowns in the second half. So Got things rolling there, yeah. there, obviously, in the early part of the second half. Talking with Rashawn Harvey, uh, head football coach at Carney Catholic. Talk a little bit about the first two and a half minutes. When you kick off in a situation like that, after mm-hmm. – I love how you call it a pep talk because I have a feeling <laughs> it wasn't very peppy. Uh, but you, you talked a little bit with uh, trying to get then a good start to the second half. Mm-hmm. Defensively, you're kicking off. Really what you want is a three and out. That's exactly what you get. You want good field position. You can't get better than starting your first drive at the one-yard line. You know, it was almost like uh, last week, I believe, when we got ready to punt. And I think we we uh, caught the ball. It was low. We put it down on the knee. And when they had it at the two-yard line and had a play. And so we were blessed enough to have it returned to us this week. And so they had a bad snap. So that just helped us a little momentum. I'm sure it put them down a little bit mentally. So uh, we jumped on them after that. So, uh uh, kids responded well to that, and like you said, you know, short yards like that, you know, we wanted to throw the ball a little bit, but just ran it in for a touchdown. Sure. And, and then uh, what was nice when you kind of got that lead built up, you, you you saw a lot of people getting in in the, in the ball game. So that was what's nice. to and, and you had a few teaching moments where you had to call a timeout and stuff, but that was nice to see, uh, you know, other guys because they, they practice too. They, they need to get out there and, right. and get their, get, get their you know, feet wet too. That's- and that's what we told our team at the beginning, you know, before the game. Be great if we can get these young guys in, even before they play their first JV game next week. So we get an opportunity so everybody can get some snaps and some reps because they work hard in practice also. And, you know, it's good to get them out there and see how they respond to the tempo of the game or the situation in the game. You know, it's organized confusion at times, but it's great to see them run on and off. And they got the big eyes coming off and they have a successful play, you know, like Cole Conrad. He catches a screen and maybe goes well with the 40, 50 yards. He 42 runs so, I had. So he comes off. He's got gigantic smile. So it's great to see that. And his buddies, the rest of his teammates come over and congratulate him. It is great to see that that sort of thing. Um, Cat got out of the bag a little bit. You didn't necessarily <laughs> want to be talking about Matt right. Masker and, and getting close to that record. Uh, those dang media types kind of took that away <laughs> from you. And uh, – I, you know, again, he ends up scrambling on right. a pass play. If that was a touchdown pass, right. he was able to tie it here at home, which is really something you kind of wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
Now you got to deal with it, though, because right. being one away, tying one of the greats in the right. history of high school football in the state, blah, blah, blah. You know it's coming in the next mm-hmm. week. Talk about how you're going to handle this, how Matt's going to handle this, and kind of where you guys go from here heading into next week when you travel to Ogallala, being one away from tying the record. Yeah. Um, first of all, Matt had no idea about it. And so I called him last night once we saw the tweet come out. <laughs> we called him last night. And he had no idea about it. So we, we knew after last season and we knew he had an opportunity to break that one in. He's got a chance at a, another one also. Uh, but we're, we're going to run our offense just like he wasn't going to break the record. And so we're not going to put him in a situation to say, hey, we're going to run these specific plays so you can do this. We're going to run our offense. So he's just calm and collected in the pocket and during the game at all times. OK. And uh, but, you know, there's going to be some media attention that, mm-hmm. that's coming. Right. And we'll. We talked to him again last night. We'll talk to him every day about it. You know, he's a great kid. He's going to stay humble. I don't think that's going to affect him a little bit. Uh, he might get a little nervous about it, but I think he'll, he's going to handle the pressure well. And so we'll try to protect him a little bit uh, when that when that time comes. So, uh, But he'll respond well. All right. Um, two wins at home. Uh, going to be a little bit tougher going to Ogallala. That's yeah. always a tough place to play. Tell me what you know about the Indians and, and what you're going to be facing. We haven't seen any film on them yet, uh, but uh, we know their coach very well. You know, he comes back. He's, I think, grew up in Pleasanton when he was at Will's, Wizard of Pilgrim the last few years. and But he comes back every summer. He would come out and hang, hang out with us, come around for seven on seven. So, uh, you know, his style of play is going to be physical. We know that. They're going to line up sometimes with two tight ends and try to pound the rock at us. And uh, at times that's a dis- disadvantage for the Stars, but we'll put enough people on the field and bring some pressure. Uh, and hopefully throw their their game off a little bit, confuse their offensive linemen. That's what we like to do with our our three man front. We'll bring, you know, five six guys every time. We just don't know. We don't want you to know where they're coming from. But we'll just have to get out there and make sure we get off the bus ready to play. And so there's times we went out there and we 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 kind of dragged the first quarter. So we know they'll be excited uh, to play the stars. They got a, you know a ranked team coming out there. So their team will be ready to play us. All right. Good luck. We'll see you next uh, next week out west. All right. Appreciate you covering the stars. All right. Uh, Rashawn Harvey, head football coach of the Carney Catholic Stars. A 40-13 to 13 win here for Carney Catholic. We'll take one last break here on the on the uh, New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Give you some final stats and some final thoughts right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new-age collaboration, forward-thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and, and Repair. Welcome back here to Milesfield. 40-13, to Carney Catholic with the win. Stars built a 40-0 lead thanks to three touchdown passes by Matt Masker. Four yards to Howe, four yards to... Uh, excuse me, 50 yards to Alex O'Brien, and he hit Zach Worm on a 46-yarder to make it 13 to nothing in the uh, second half. Uh, by the way, the uh, I didn't have some other stuff written down properly. For Grand Island Central Catholic, Jonah Bales got the rushing touchdown from four yards out with 7.23 to go in the fourth quarter, and then Russell Martinez came in at quarterback hit. We believe it was Zach Cloud. It, Again, that far corner, it was in a crowd. Not exactly sure, but uh, we're thinking it was Zach Cloud that caught the touchdown pass. That made it 40-13 to 13 was the final in this one. Uh, real quick, some uh, statistics for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic. Uh, Wemhoff was 10 of 15 in the air for 48 yards, did have an interception. Russell Martinez threw 7 of 9 for 62 yards here in the game. Uh, rushing the ball, Blake uh, Steinke had 7 rushes for 16 yards. Jonah Bales, 4 catches, excuse me, 4 rushes for 25 yards. Luke Wemhoff was the leading rusher by a yard. He carried the ball 19 times for 37 yards. Russell Martinez, who came in in relief, carried the ball seven times for 36 yards. Uh, we also had a, a 12-yard carry by, uh, I think it was, well, actually I wrote down number, two, oh, here we go, number five. It was Miles uh, Raruka who uh, carried it for 12 yards and then also four more yards for Tanner Turek. So Grand Island Central Catholic rushed the ball 40 times for 130 yards and throwing the ball in the air had another 110 yards. So they had 240 yards of total offense. Carney Catholic in the air with Matt Masker. Masker completed uh, 15 of 22 passes for 314 yards, three touchdowns, one short of the career record set by Scott Frost. We keep bringing that up because it is kind of a big deal. Uh, also, uh, a, a nice uh, pass thrown here by Camden Schwarz uh, for 42 yards. So, Carney uh, Catholic in the air had uh, over 300, almost 360 yards passing with the three quarterbacks that threw the ball. So, 360 yards in the air. Uh, rushing the ball, O'Brien had uh, one carry for uh, five yards. Matt Masker had uh, five carries for 14 yards. Uh, also, uh, uh, I didn't total all this up here, but I can do this here real quick in my head. Uh, 49 yards for Jake Gappa. A six-yard uh, rush here for uh, Heinrich Harburg, who also played quarterback a little bit. Lyndon Howe also carried the ball eight times for 38 yards. So the Stars running for about 120 yards on the ground as well. Again, uh, nearly 400 yards in the air. So about 500 yards, just a little short of that, of total offense here for Carney Catholic. And uh, you take a look at those numbers. Yeah, that pretty much equates uh, to a 40-13 to 13 win here for Carney Catholic. Again, home cooking the first two weeks of the yep. season. Now they hit the uh, road for a team that's traditionally very tough in Ogallala. Yep, and that's exactly right. You know, that's like Coach Harvey said. They're going to have to come off the bus and be ready to play because Ogallala is going to be excited that Carney Catholic, you know, a ranked team, going to come up there and uh, play them. And it's happened the last few, few times we've gone up there. You know, the first quarter is kind of sluggish, and uh, you know, then all of a sudden Ogallala is you know pretty jacked up because they're hanging, and uh, you know, it's a it's a dogfight stuff. So Carney Catholic's going to have to be ready to step off that bus 
and be ready to play football next week. And they might be facing a team that's in a bad mood because at last report uh, out in Ogallala in the third quarter, Gothenburg had the lead in Ogallala, 14 to nothing. That was the last report we had in the uh, third quarter, so they might be in a bit of a foul mood. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, again, we'll have that game for you. Pre-game will start around 6.30. We'll kick it off about 7 o'clock right here on ESPN 1460. So uh, a great game tonight. Uh, second half, played a whole lot better with a higher level of intensity for Carney Catholic as uh, they push a 13-0 halftime lead out to, uh, well, 40-0 eventually. But in the first two and a half minutes of the third quarter, they got two touchdowns, make it 26 to nothing, and that changes the complexion of the game, Don. Oh, yeah, it did right off the bat. You know, those first two you know, series is for Grand Island Central Catholic, and you know, Carney getting the football at the one and the seven, 17, and then punching those right in, Randy. It kind of took the sales out of out of Grand Island Central Catholic, uh, and then it got things going for Carney Catholic. So, you know, then it got up to 40 to nothing, and then, you know, you got to see a lot of the young kids get in there and play some football and stuff. So it was nice to see as far as getting, you know, those young kids in there for both sides, you know, getting in yep. there to play some football. And again, it's a young uh, Grand Island Central Catholic team, and as uh, Coach Harvey said, they they played lights out in the first, first half, half and they actually yeah. his phrase, not ours, his phrase was they came out and punched us in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's good. GICC is going to be a good football team coming up in the next couple of yeah. years. So uh, we played a good young team last week, a good young team this week. Next week, Carney Catholic will take on a team that's traditionally very tough in Ogallala. And again, we'll have that game for you here on ESPN Radio. I'm Randy Bushcutter for Don Lee and our engineer, Grace Clark, back in the studio. I want to thank you for joining us. We'll have more star football for you next Friday night on ESPN. Don't forget, coming up, the Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill coming up in just a few moments over on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Once again, your final, Cardi Catholic 40, GICC 13, Stars 2-0, Crusaders, tough schedule. They are 0-2 on the season. We'll talk to you next week from Ogallala. Until then, good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.